Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest Here. Uh, today we're going to be playing our Apocalypse World campaign, Verdant Mountains. Uh, I'm going to be GMing. Uh, this is episode four. Um, if you're not familiar with the game, the campaign rather, if you're not familiar with the game, there's Wikipedia <laughs> and Google are a thing. Uh, if you're not familiar with our, our campaign, though, we are, it's a world overrun by plants. The player characters, their uh, hold, their home, is uh, built on a dam wall and also the actual dam itself. they got some boats. Uh, they've got some problems that need a solving, and they're going to try and solve them. So let's introduce ourselves, starting with Mr. Problem Solver themselves. <laughs> I just thought if I left the gap, one of you would start talking. We were all waiting to see who you were going to name. <laughs> <laughs> Which Problem one of us Solver. is Mr. Problem Solver, yeah. Which one of you is Mr. Problem Solver? Oh, it's going to be Ryan now, because Brandon's oh. Alright, I will be Mr. Problem Solver. Hey, everybody, I am Ryan. Um, you may remember me from such podcasts as Ragnarok. Um, I'm going to be playing Saffron. Saffron is the Maestro D. He is transgressing. He dresses in vintage wear. He has a porcelain face, mischievous eyes, a curvy body, and precise hands. And uh, Saffron runs a theater brothel off of an old riverboat and has recently just put up his uh, first performance of his new spring show. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. Cool. Brandon. <laughs> oh, joy. Uh, I'm Brandon. I do things at the end. Um, I'm playing Ozair. They're an ambiguous person. They wear coats, and they're pretty. Um, they're pretty fucked up right now. They're like, what do I do? Do I, you know, you'll find out. Whatever, who cares? Ozair cares. And Probably presumably not. the people that listen to this podcast care. <laughs> Play to find out what happens. Listen hey, to find out. You gotta, you gotta listen in. And yeah. who, who does that leave us with? A minor player in the community. Yeah, no one important. No one important. Just a, just a guy. Uh, I'm Alex, and I'm playing Canteen Ayazama. Uh, he is the leader of the Aquifer of the Soul, which is kind of the, the church in town. Um, and he's he is the religious leader. Uh, and he has a girlfriend named Babylon, uh, and a brewer-slash-apprentice named Lissa, and a bodyguard named Nipperkin. I haven't done much with Lissa. I think I will try and work her into this episode a bit more. Yeah. Um, brilliant. So, Saffron. Saffron, I believe at the end of last run, someone tried to assassinate you. Oh, that's right. I forgot. With a <laughs> screwdriver. Another person knew. 
that this was probably going to happen and chose to do nothing. Um, so yeah. are we picking it up exactly where we left off last time? Like we're all still... Um, unless, unless you were going to try some advanced interrogation tactics, we don't really need to pick it up where it left off. All right, yeah, I, I, I'm not really statted out for that. Um, really, you don't want to work. You don't want to work him over with a screwdriver. Well, let's let's write a special move for that. Wet work. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you go to town on someone with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch, roll plus hard. The Tom Jane special. Uh, is where you make them think you're going to hurt them badly, but it's actually just a popsicle and a blowtorch. And you trick them with theatrics. Um, Which was fantastic. Yeah, that's totally what the Punisher would do. Um, <laughs> so, uh, there's not much more to get out of... Uh, what was his name? Pits or something? Or Parts? Some name like that. I don't know. I don't take notes on parts I'm not in. Fair enough. He yeah, was. I did not. I did not write it down, which I probably should have, considering that he tried to murder me. But it occurs to me I might have put it in my own list of names thing. Uh, no. Shit, cunt. Anyway, his name wasn't super important. It was. Anyway, either way. Um. Do you hold him on your ship? Because you've put him in like a room and locked him in there. Do you hold him or do you turn him over to the cons? Um, I suppose I would turn him over to the cons, uh, mostly because I don't want to take responsibility for him, considering cool. he's addicted to drugs or some kind of sulfurous yellow substance. And He's just been eating sulfur. He's just crazy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I probably would have given him over to um, the cons. All right. So in the morning, whatever accounts amounts to your security personnel, your bouncer uh, takes them over to the cons. Is like he tried to kill Saffron, but Saffron's fine. Um, tell me, how is justice normally done in your community? Drownings. So you have a corporal punishment system? Huh. Ruled by well, two the aquifer pirates. of the soul has its own laws and punishments. Mm. If somebody had, you know, beaten up another person, how, how, uh, how is that person punished? For example. Mm. What do you mean if someone beat up another person? You know, if somebody committed an act of assault on someone else... Would they, did they deserve it? So, it is based on uh, moral, then, rather than... For example, you asked, if, did someone deserve it? Meaning that, I assume, that matters in your laws. Uh, sure. Alright. Hmm. So, how do you determine if someone deserved to be assaulted? Hmm. 
Well, that's the $5,000 question, ain't it? Do you, um, have, do you have public hearings? Do you have hearings at all? Do the, are, con, are the cons just the ultimate arbiter, arbiters of justice? Well, Does the, the aggrieved have a role in the <clears throat> proceedings? The role we've seen that the cons have taken so far, and this could just be Ozair bleeding into myself, is that they are two tyrants who make decisions wildly based off whatever because. Like, they could be taken out of power, like, by mob rule kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it seems like, because they made the decision that, um, you know, I can, I have this many months to get the lights, and yeah. X has many months to get his militia, his five men with uh, rubber band guns or whatever. Hawaiian, Hawaiian spear guns. So it would seem to me that there's that they are would be heavily involved, unless of course it was committed in the church. But, yes, and I think they they probably also have the power if they wish to delegate it out. Uh, I don't feel like dealing with this right now, so someone else could do it. Um, I was thinking there probably isn't like a formalized court or trial system, but perhaps if somebody has a grievance with someone else, um, there there is a, a procedure where they can convene like a... Uh, an ad hoc trial, and it's just whichever side brings m the more people or can can win more people over to their side um, carries carries the day and gets to dole out the punishment. It's persuasive mm -hmm. argument as opposed to evidence. Um, right. Whoever can bring the most brick bats to the argument to even <laughs> the other side's heads. <laughs> who's, who's the who's the re the king in the Bible who's all like, we shall split. The baby in half. Solomon. So, yeah. Solomon? Yeah. 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 Yes. a Solomon situation. You just talk at the king, and then the king is like, "Yeah, we're gonna cut him in half." <laughs> when all you've got is a bandsaw, <laughs> everything looks like a baby that needs and, to be cut in half. Yeah. And that is why you are Mr. Problem Solver. <laughs> no, you're Mr. Problem Solver. That's right. I'm Mr. Problem Solver. All right. So. Unless you s suggest to the cons a punishment or what you want done with them, then the cons will just, you know, decide. Um, you should kill him. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of feel like he should probably be put out of his misery. Um, I, I have enough enemies already without some crazed uh, possible slave of the yellow kid wandering around trying to off me. Well, wouldn't it be important to figure out what, how he uh, got to be like that? That's up to dust. Yes. Um, I would say maybe they should find out what they can and, and I will also make inquiries, but I don't think that Saffron would want this guy walking around. Alright, okay. well, as you are having this meeting with uh, the cons in the morning, um, towards the end, after you, these just quick discussions, uh, 
Holland turns to Pacifica and uh, whispers something to Pacifica, and then Pacifica says, Very well, it is decided. Uh, this wretch shall be held uh, for 30 nights, and then uh, they shall be disposed of. Uh, and then you are the cons make a motion as if to say you can leave now, Saffron. Okay, I I bow politely and and say uh, thank you for your wise judgment, uh, Pacifica Holland. Um, I I must retire to the theater now. We we have rehearsals to get to, and then I smile and leave. Brilliant. Uh, Ayazama took me a minute. You always forget my name. I also forget who plays Saffron a lot. Um, Ayazama, you... Uh, after service, your first morning service... Mm -hmm. Um, who is the brewer? What's the brewer's name again? Lissa, or Lisa? Lissa. It's Lissa. Lissa. Lissa comes to you, and uh, they look as they're walking over to you. They look uh, troubled, uh, sort of like there's something they want to ask, but they're not sure how to ask. Uh, Ayazama senses this uh, and and breaches the subject first. What seems to be the trouble, Lissa? Uh, not so much trouble as it is... Um, how do I say this? I've heard rumours about the place that Ozair is planning to head to. Oh, the, the building with the lights. Yeah. And one of the things I've heard is that um, apparently she leans in real close to you. <laughs> apparently it may have an ancient water relic within it. Some kind of long lost drop of water. And really? It's back. And where did you hear this rumor? Uh, I, 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 I don't. I don't want to say. Lissa, anything you say to me in the con in the confines of the aquifer stays within the aquifer. You know that. All right. Well, we're going to switch over to Ozir then. Oh. So, Ozir, you have been putting together this team of yours, right? You've got... No. Well, that's a good point. Rather, you've got two volunteers the other day. Yep. Uh, tall husband and small husband. Yep. Short husband. Um, Some husbands. You've got any other... Uh, how, how, how else has this plan progressed? 
Um, it has not progressed. Oh, brilliant. Because Do you have... That is Ozair's way of planning. Brilliant. Would you like to do some planning now? Um, probably not. Cool. Ozair is a go-getter, or I believe she is a go-getter. So All right. He's got two volunteers and... A rough like, idea of where to go. She knows. She's got her magical powers. Cool. Of already knowing. Um, but I'm going to roll my whatever move. Which move? My supposed to roll this at the beginning of the session move. Ah, yes. Seven, eight, nine. All right. Cool. So, got a nine. Hold one. Stick me somewhere. Magically transport me back from my awful decision to go to this bottle, water bottle plant. <laughs> Get out of jail free card, the move. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yes, I improve. Haha. -ha. Um, but yeah, Ozair does not have a plan. Mm -hmm. And has no plan to make a plan? Yes. Alright. Like, there's no, there's not really any maps. Mm -hmm. And she knows it's, if she's outside, it's that way. Pointing to the way it's supposed to be in that area somewhere. Mm -hmm. Taking a large party of people would seem to her to be pointless because that just draws attention to yourself. And so she mm -hmm. already had two people volunteer. Sure. They're related to her by marriage, but, um, you know, cool. All right. Uh, when are you going to head out? Going to uh, head out today? Going to head out at some point in the future? Probably I should go find those two husbands. All right. And ask them. Uh, so it's the morning. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Dying. They are probably um, wherever the hunters meet. Uh, no pun intended. Where do the hunters gather? Where's the hunting lodge? Oh my god. Um... Hmm. Is there a hunting lodge? What if like, there's like um hunting a lodge? Yeah, sorry, you get. There, there's an old toll booth at the end of one of the dams that's been converted into their like meeting spot for before they before they head out. You know, it didn't even occur to me that this might be the kind of dam you can drive across the top of. Neither did it occur to me until just now. It is the kind of dam that you can drive across the top of. It is now. Definitely. It's got a toll booth, apparently, at one end. Well, I would think less a toll booth and more a government-sanctioned security booth in which to prevent yeah. terrorists to blow it's got, up. It's got bullets. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to, yeah, they have to protect the dam from the terrorists. Yes. So... Ozair climbs their way up through the nonsense of the dam. 
um, hopefully making it in time to before they leave to tell them they're not leaving. Well, the rest of them are, but they're heading out today because shrug. Sure, let's go. Oh, today you who who's in your party? Who 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 are we? Who are we going with? Says tall husband. I look at the both of them, and I look at the rest of the hunters, and I say, well, there are three of us. You, you, and me. Oh. I mean, your experienced search for the word warriors, I guess. Mm. And Small husband sort of, like, groans at that, like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, I mean, you hunt dangerous creatures. What's more uh, warrior-like than that? And I have a gun, so... Mm-hmm. Any more people, and we'll be drawing more attention to ourselves. Wouldn't you agree? Isn't it? Isn't that how your hunting works? You know, small parties... It depends on the animal you're going yeah. after, but I mean that's that's a sound strategy. What? How? We're not going to be able to bring back many lights with just the three of us. Well, I guess we could make multiple trips. We could get there with our team of seven people, say, and there be no lights there too. Mm, that's a fair point. So perhaps this is more of a scout mission. I mean, we're bringing lights back, but... Yeah, okay. Um, Alright, well, give us some time to get ready. We should be good to go in an hour or so. Okay. Well... I kind of look around at the other hunters, kind of look over a small, short husband. And I'm like, well, you won't be going on the hunt, as you know. Mm -hmm. So you probably want to let your superiors... I don't know how it works with you. Mm. Yes, but they can replace you. You see Tall Husband turn around uh, and he looks to another one of the hunters and says, You! You lead the party. You're ready. You have been training for this. You'll do fine. And turns back. Problem solved. And then Small Husband turns back and goes, Go! Go hunt! Get out there! Go find some food! Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Um, well, let's meet back here because this is close to where we are going to leave out. Um, Maybe someone will come to me and say they want to (laughs) die. I don't know. Um, I hope not. But, um, I mean, you can spread word around if you're, like, worried and want more people to come with us. Um, That's perfectly fine with me. I'm not, because I don't want to be responsible for anyone. I only want no, to be no, we, for we, we understand. Fair enough. Um, all right, good, wonderful, um, brilliant. We'll see you in a moment. And then they sort of turn around to a back area. 
uh, and sort of start picking over some tools, various hunting tools, you know, bags and sashes. Yes, hunting tools. As I return to my Sanctum Sanctorum. Now, Brandon, you told me that you were thinking of using your augury power next run, which would be this run. (laughs) Yes. Did you want to use that now? Um, Well, I need to be in my Sanctum Sanctorum, in my workspace. So you go there. I go there, and I go into my door, and I go into the weird place where there's a whole bunch of computers and wires and garbage and what looks like to the people listening, perhaps, a satellite. Um, Ozair has no idea what it is. Um, And she's going to try and do something with it. Maybe. Brilliantly vague. Yep. Try and do something. So, she does what she normally does. Does the steps that she went through to get it to start up last time. This is kind of a humming noise that comes from the strange cylindrical white object with blue wings. Why put wings on a cylinder? Exactly. What is this nonsense? Um, And she kind of looks at it. And... There is a small, like, hatch on the side of it, big enough to fit an average-sized person. And so she... It has never been open. Like, she's never been able to open it, but now that it has power, um, he can grab it and kind of pop it open. Perhaps it's some kind of magnetic latch or something that... Only through electromagnets can it be open. And she climbs inside. <gasps> and I'm going to roll this goofy move. Roll to goofy move. Roll to goof. Oh, good. That is an amazing roll there. And I get sent back in time. Six? Let's see. What yeah, happens on six. six, buddy? Um, I get sent back in time. No. Um, <laughs> on a miss, whatever bad happens, my antenna takes the brunt of it. Do I use it and then it blows up, killing me? Ozair <laughs> <laughs> unexists himself. So yep. something bad happens. Yep. On a miss, whatever bad happens, the antenna takes the brunt of it. So, you get in, you close the door, and you press some buttons, and then you smell a very acrid, ozone-y kind of smell, and hear a whirring, very loud, that you hadn't heard before, and then the whole thing, all the little lights and everything, turn off. And then you hear the distinct sound of a fire erupting. Somewhere hmm. else inside this capsule that you're inside of. Which is, I probably can't get out of now. I don't know. Do you want to try the door? 
I try to push the door. Uh, you see there's a bunch of, like, wheels on the inside? They're like crank levers? Maybe maybe if you quickly turn them, you can overcome the door. Uh, <coughs> oh, they're in their kind of um, panic, you know, starts kind of, uh, you know, doing things and trying to, you know, push and pull and turn and uh, squirrel with all of these things. This is where all my rolls start becoming shitty. Um, and I would like to use my new move. Oh, brilliant. This reminds me, we forgot to highlight stats. Yep. Good thing and for I haven't this... highlighted anything, or taken any experience yet. And for this session, I am going to highlight everyone's... Hmm. Hang on, let me remind myself what the stats are. Everyone's hot. <laughs> Everyone's sharp. I'm going to highlight everyone's uh, cool. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Giggity giggity. Okay. Cool. Uh, cool. I, as I has the highest history with me. So I pick yours. Uh, yes. So cool is highlighted. I will give you. Uh, how about sharp? Oh, good. Was that one of your bad ones? No, I mean it's it's a plus two. Ah, all right. Well, there you go. Then. You gotta be cool and sharp. Uh, and saffron is my highest. All right. Um, in that case, I am gonna go with your. I'm gonna go with your hot. Nice. All right. And uh, Ayazama and Ozer are tied for me. So, I'm going to pick Ozair. So, you have Cool highlighted. Your Maestro D. Uh, what do you want me to highlight, Ryan? We'll highlight whatever um, you highlight. I was planning on using a lot of my hot moves, so... Okay. Probably that. Take hot. Nice. I will be generous. Thank you. Then take weird. That saffron is so hot right now. Yes. It's that numinous quality of almost getting murdered by a screwdriver. Exactly. <laughs> With a screwdriver. She has that wow. je ne sais quoi. <laughs> yeah. She has what the French call a certain I don't know what. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to use my new move called the mother's heartbeat. Oh, that sounds creepy as fuck. And I'm going to try and use it. Um, I can feel this pull when I'm inside of here. Like um, It's stronger here, perhaps, than I've experienced before. A pull to inside the psychic maelstrom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seven. Seven? Just? Yeah, just. Um, so... Mm -hmm. When I withdraw into the world's psychic maelstrom, maelstrom, maelstrom. I can choose one. Um, meanwhile, you can still watch and hear what's happening. You can reemerge in a different place altogether. 
uh, you're healed of all harm, or you can bring someone in and out with you. Um, so, about an hour later, I will reemerge somewhere else. Brilliant. <laughs> so I am in the world psychic maelstrom for an hour. That's fucking... What? Jesus Christ! That's what is this that's machine that's you've built? <laughs> I'm well, sorry. I, that's... I, I didn't realize we were playing this week's episode of The Flash. Sorry. Uh, but, yes, so. Spoilers! <laughs> Ozair kind of, you know, lets herself uh, fall into the psychic maelstrom. She gives all of herself to it and disappears from reality. As the fire in your workshop keeps burning. Well, I could have been burned alive. No, no, it's a, it's a good strategy. Um, Someone will put it out. I have three helpers. Yeah. Good help. And they all might think you're dead. Isn't it, though, in your secret, the secret part of your workshop? Do they know about that? Oh. And then in the back of it, there was like a door. Brandon's connection is all over the shop. Oh, good. I thought it was me. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. There we go. I got awesome. You're back. Okay, Ish. well, that was interesting, because I wasn't experiencing anything. Nope, not nah, doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Oh, uh -oh. Uh, Brandon! He's been absorbed Brandon. by the world's sacred uh, psychic maelstrom. <laughs> Clearly, he will reappear an hour later. Okay, that's fine. I've got a thing. Uh, so, she... Your... Uh, Aizama... Uh, Liza, Lisa, Lissa, Lissa. Lissa turns to you, Aizama, and says, uh, I heard it um, from one of the hunters. One of the older ones. They were telling stories last night at the bar on the barge. Ah, interesting. So they've been to this place before? They claimed to have been there uh, long ago, and that uh, they found water there, um, which kept them alive when they were lost. Well, perhaps Nipperkin and I can join uh, Ozeron in their quest. Um, uh, would it be possible? Oh, gracious canteen, for me to come along with you? Oh? And why do you want to come, Lissa? I... What if there's a machine there that is making the water? I, I feel like I could learn more, and by studying this blasphemous technology... I could learn how 
to improve our own brewing process. <sighs> you claim this technology is blasphemous, and yet you want to use it for ourselves. By assimilating it into the cleansing waters of our distillery, uh, we may be able to remove its sinful taint. Purify it in the waters of the holy system. Hmm. Well. At the very least, we need to understand it's evil. Uh, then we can purge its sinful machinery from this place. Uh, I would like to read this person. Go for it. Because she's uh, being a little weird. That's plus sharp. There's Madai thing. There we go. That would be nine. Nice. What happens so then? one of those questions. Uh What is the character really feeling? They are deeply interested in water purification technology. It is the they are all about it. They Mm -hmm. Desperately want to study something new. Okay. I suppose you can accompany us, Lissa. But if it turns out to be nothing or too dangerous, then you, you can return here. Of course, of course. I'll follow yours and Nippikin's lead. Um, Very good. Go, now, should we go find Ozair? You should go find him and let him know that we'll be accompanying him. I have to make arrangements with Babylon to take care of things in my absence. Him, says uh, li fucking Lissa, is the word, as they leave. Jose's a guy. <laughs> she wanders out. Um, and so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell Babylon that basically she's in charge while I'm out. Great. She's gonna kill everyone while you're going. Yeah, probably. And then I'll I pack, you know. I am the new canteen. <laughs> I am the canteen now. And then uh, I shall pack a, you know, a bag of provisions and stuff, and of pack. course take a gun. I will pack a drop piece. <laughs> well, no, it's tucked in my robe. She's gonna go all red woman on your followers. <laughs> I come back, everyone just started worshipping fire instead of water. Exactly. No, this is broken! This is blasphemy! He's bored and soft and smoke. What is he, a ham? <laughs> exactly. Um, Delicious smoked ham. Beautiful. Uh, so, a few... Later on in the morning, um, alarms and sirens and shouting is coming from the dam. It would appear that there is a fire in the lower levels. Um, in an event of a fire at the dam, what happens? Do the dammers take care of it, or is it expected that everyone tries to come and help? You know, are there, is there a fire watch brigade or roster, a volunteer fire force, you know? 
Hmm. I mean, I would say it would probably depend on the severity of the fire. Well, they're sounding alarms that can be heard throughout the encampment, so... Um, severe? I feel, like, I feel like that would be part of the ritual of, of upkeeping the dam. So the dammers have uh, fire drills, and they know the fire suppression, you know, uh, procedures, because they rehearse them with an almost ritualistic fervor. Well, if what, what if... Um... The re everyone has to get involved only because we have to make a giant bucket line from the water of the lake all the way down to wherever the fire is inside the dam. Perhaps. That assumes that you're going to use water to put out the fire. That's true. Yeah, if there's a fire suppression system, we might not need to. Well, you might just use sand. Well, fine, you know, whatever. Um, you don't really want to throw water on an electrical fire. No. <laughs> true, true. And it's not like you guys have fucking CO2 fire extinguishers lying around. Damn it, why didn't we list that as one of the surpluses of our community? Carbon dioxide. <laughs> sure we do. We're a damn. A damn fine damn. Uh, yeah, so I guess there's probably maybe the rule is if you can hear the siren, if you can hear the bells, it means it's bad enough that you need to help. All right. <laughs> so, Saffron, what does your ship do? You can hear those sirens. They're distant, but you can hear them. She goes to a faraway place. Yeah, she I guess. travels deeper into the lake so that you can't hear them. Sorry, hey. I guess um, Saffron is going to order his pilot, um, I don't know if we ever named that character, to bring the ship in to dock um, and, and get the troop of actors ready to, to help. Um, so get everybody lined up. Um, I'm, su I'm sure we have rehearsed this before uh, just in case there are, there's a fire we know where to go and what our responsibilities are. You've got a fire safety play that you do at the beginning yep. of every summer, uh, just for I, one performance. I really like that. A matinee. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a shadow play with um, like an old um, an old uh, what do they call it? Uh, informational film. <laughs> So we Rocky Horror Picture Show it. Remember, when fire rains from the sky, get under your desk. It's the only way to be protected from the nuclear flames. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, Ayazama, what are you doing? Um... I was already heading towards town, or town, um, you know, towards heading the towards the area. Which is kind so, of at the other end of the dam from you, yeah. basically. He was already going that way, so he probably uh, runs in just to see if there's any, like, wounded he can help, or something. Like, not, not to fight the fire, but to help the people do it. I was going to suggest that maybe the canteen and your followers 
do paramedic rather than firefighter duty. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like paramedics and helping people with smoke inhalation and like providing them water to drink when, while they're fighting the fire. Uh, Ethan is there uh, with a, a red hat on um, and he's shouting. Uh, he runs up to says, Canteen! Canteen! Jose's oh, in there! Oh, no. It's in Jose's workshop! We can't get through the flames! Come, be calm. We will get through the flames and then we will find Ozair. I can't lose another kid. I've lost too many. I've outlived oh, too many of my children. Ayazama takes him and uh, and hugs him, trying to comfort him. We will find Ozair. I am sure that she is well. Does Ozair just appear out of nowhere, Brandon? Just walk uh, out. What's, yes. what's going on? It has to be <laughs> an hour later. Let's say it's been an hour. Everyone's trying and to I find this. Next to the person that I trust most at the oh. current moment. Who do you trust most in the character? Ayazama. Oh, brilliant. Oh. You sort of appear next to Ayazama. You look, for the uh, most part, fine. Hello. See? What's happening? There's a fire in your workshop, but you're fine! Oh, and Ethan hugs you really tight. Thank goodness you're fine. They kind of go stiff. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're alright? There's a fire in your workshop. There's something wrong in there. We can't get through the flames. Oh, um, I turned that thing on, you know? Oh, you got it to work. Yeah, Jesus and then I crawled Lord. inside. Oh. Well, work is a bit of a stretch. And then, and then it set on fire while I was inside of it. But you got out, right? You got out, you're fine. You're fine. He's like checking over you. Um, her eyes kind of go, kind of stare off into the distance. She's like, uh, yeah, I'm mostly fine. You see Saffron and some of the other uh, theater people running down, uh, carrying buckets of sand from the shore. I mean, did you turn the power off? It's an electrical fire! It's an electrical fire! Ethan shouts, shouts down the line, you hear voices echoing, It's an electrical fire! Yep, it's an electric fire! I told you guys, it's an electric fire! Let's get on the electric fire gear! Lots of people shouting, it's like fucking the South Park, they took our jobs episode. You know, <laughs> the worst part is, I fix the thing, I turn it on, it was fine, and then it sets on fire. What a waste. I'm gonna have to fix the thing again. Um, yeah. Perhaps we should deal with the conflagration first before it destroys um, the dam. The, I stamp my foot. The dam is rock. This will not burn. Still, the smoke is <coughs> rather thick. Well, don't breathe it in. Face away. <laughs> That's brilliant! Face away! Don't breathe in the smoke in the enclosed space! 
And I kind of say, you shouldn't be breathing it in anyways. Why aren't these people wearing masks? Don't they know that there could be poisonous chemicals inside of that device? Well, I should go up top and make sure that everyone up there is okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, you coward. <laughs> Ethan grabs... Uh, says, you go with the canteen, and uh, the canteen will make sure you're fine. I've got to, I've got to supervise things here. And then they run off down the hallway shouting out... Uh, open up all the doors and chambers. We need to get some air flowing through here. Somebody oh cut God. the power. I go downstairs into my workshop. There's like a wall of fire there. Like, you can get in, but it's like there's a bunch of people throwing buckets of water and sand. Into the door. <laughs> into the fucking door. <laughs> I go over to where the generator I have is, and I turn it off. That's inside the front portion of the workshop. Cool. There, the effects are not immediate, but after well, a no. few minutes, their their attempts seem to start having an actual effect. I just kind of stand and watch. Oh, good news! You've got some beachfront property now. <laughs> this is going to be so much sand and water. <laughs> yeah. Well, there probably won't be much water, to be honest. Yeah, as long as you have the power off, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, well, if they everything... didn't know it was an electrical fire at first, they might have thrown some water on, too. And then it went straight back into them and killed them. <laughs> killed them all. Fifteen dead already. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst fire in history. <laughs> Fifteen dead, and there are only ten people there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ozer waits for the fire to be done so she can inspect the massive damage to her how does, beloved um, piece of equipment. How does Ozer's work team feel about them? Like, what is your relationship with them? With my skilled labor? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I just give them jobs, and then they do them. Right. Uh, one so of them is related to me by blood. One of them walks up to you and is like, Hey, um, you haven't, we've, we're done, our jobs have been cancelled for the day. Do you want us to clean up the workshop when the fire's done? No, nothing really, and I kind of like look around in the actual workshop. Nothing really got damaged in here. I mean, there's some smoke stuff, but... And I kind of pat the wall. This is rock. Concrete, um, one of them says. And I roll my eyes. Yes, but half the time when I say concrete, people say con what? And I have to explain it to them. Yeah. And they sort of tap your shoulder. Um, As if to say, I'm with you. You preach into the choir. Yeah, you can leave. I mean, cool. Whatever. Who cares? Sweet. Good luck on your thing later. By the way, I hope you uh, find what you're looking for out there. Um, uh, I don't know. Well, at least I know I'll be able to get back. I say, kind of smiling. Um. Okay. Cool. Whatever that means. I walk out. And I wait. To inspect the damage. 
You may inspect the damage. Do you want to roll and inspect some damage roll? I look inside. What do I see? Weirdly, there's a lot of what looks to be damaged stuff, but then again, there was a lot of stuff in your workshop that was already damaged, so kind of balances out. Yes. Um, you know, really the only thing you lost is... Uh, there was you had a had some old salvaged wire and it has now yes. been stripped of its casing, so now you don't have to strip the wire at least. Well, now it'll just be free floating wire that I can walk into and electrocute myself to death. <laughs> um Yeah, go but um when you walk into the the part of the workshop where the Augury systems. My phone is ringing in the background. There's not much I can do about that. It's on the other side of the room. Um, no problem. Uh, you you see the machine is blackened. Um, you can see that a bunch of components are going to need to be really thoroughly cleaned, and there's also some components that are going to need to be replaced. Oh. Well, good thing there's a lot of other small, tiny, gross computers in here. So maybe I can fix this when I fucking have time when I'm not fucking trying to fix the fucking generator. Trying to fix these fucking lights. <laughs> and also dealing with all the political bullshit. I kind of scrape some of the sand on the ground with my foot. Kind of look around and kind of shove my hands in my pockets and say, well, someday I'll actually use you. And I close the door and lock it. It wasn't locked before. Mm. And I hang the key up and I go out and up. A wet dry back. What a um, waste. <laughs> uh, so, I, and Saffron, you. Uh, there's, a, there's some smoke inhalation, but no one's no one's dead. There's some people that are going to be off their feet for a few months, though. Uh, yeah. Turn, turns out that you shouldn't throw water on an electrical fire. Who huh. knew? Go figure. Go whitefish. It won't be that again. Either from a burning motherboard. <laughs> no, can't imagine that does wonders. Mm, delicious. <laughs> All those plastic vapors. And God knows what sort of nuclear materials are on a satellite to power it. Exactly. It was solar powered originally. It remember it uh, had blue shimmering. Right. Wings. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yes, but Alex I does mean, have a point. There's probably some uranium in there somewhere because oh, the shrug I mean, science. No <laughs> plutonium. It's um. What's the thing? Um. Is it called a pig? It's uh, what the Mars. Uh, it's what the curio curiosity, the big fucking car-sized rover that they landed with rockets yeah. two years ago. That thing was powered by uh, nuclear material just decaying, the heat given off. That is a yeah. Thing. That's how NASA powers most of their stuff. Yeah. And they're running out of the nuclear material. Yay! Well, well, we should create some more. Yeah. Right. Bomb the moon. <laughs> Bomb the moon until it until it surrenders its visible material. That that sounds like a bad uh, asylum sci-fi movie. Bomb the moon. 
I've yeah. seen the Time Traveler movie with, uh, what's his name? Guy Pierce. Oh, yeah, with the oh, moon's yeah. all blown up, yeah. It works out fine. Anyway, um, you, uh, you're, you're dealing with that, and Isaiah wanders up, and, uh, there's Tall Husband and Short Husband. They said, was just say, are we still going out, or do you want to take some time to rest? Are you alright, or...? I look at them, are they, like, sweaty, and... Um, did they go and help? Uh, they were just sort of keeping back the children and whatnot. They were yeah. managing the unusables. I look perfectly, like, calm and perfectly dressed and, like, perfectly coiffed kind of uh, hair and just, like, well put together. And like I kind the of look supermodel your character's appearance is based on. Yes, and I kind of look at the both of them and I say, well, I think I'm fine, but no one else showed up. Uh, no, it's just us two. Uh, I guess oh, it's just oh, us Actually, um, I was hoping that perhaps myself and some of my people might be able to accompany you. They look I to us there. Slowly turn <laughs> and look at Ayazama. So, uh, Ayazama, uh, Nippikin, and Lissa. And Nippikin standing there with some with some bags, some backpacks. There's some noises coming from uh, Ozera's general direction. I mean, Nippikin used to be a hunter and is now a bodyguard. They might be useful. Canteen, isn't your place here? My place is wherever I can do the most good for our community, and normally that is here at the aquifer, but uh, my people have heard rumors that there could be uh, useful te uh, technology useful for the aquifer at this um, facility that you are traveling to, and I would be remiss if I did not at least investigate to see the authenticity of these rumors. Oh, yes, you might need replacement parts for your religious machine. Um, <laughs> and I understand Nipperkin here, you know, he has large arms, um, but the <laughs> young woman... Uh, do not underestimate Lissa, she has many talents. Lissa sort of steps forward and puts her hand out. Uh, really sort of, like, it's a very jagged, aggressive motion. Uh, and then says, uh, I'm looking forward to working with you, Azair. I've heard a lot about your technical prowess. I look at Lissa's hand, and I nod. Um, I have no problem with you coming along. I have no problem with you being here, Ayazama. I have no problem with you being here, Nipperton. I have no problem with you being here, Lissa. But this is my expedition, and you will listen to me no matter what. Your place is can of as your place of canteen is here, Ayazama. Once we step out these walls, step outside of these walls, you don't hold any power there. No, you're absolutely right. 
So as long as that is understood, then I am more than happy to have you. And I am sure the hunters that you are relying on for navigation and protection will feel the same way. Ooh. I feel like there's some subtext. <laughs> well, and I kind of have my nothing, my gun, and I kind of say, well, I think it's this way, and I kind of like point out into the verdant. Into the verdant. The verdant. <laughs> the verdant. You're going to the verdant. Yeah, I am Ozer. Oh, did it be tell you the game was Stephen? Exactly. That would explain <laughs> so little. <laughs> um, Safford. Yes. You can see this gr- ragtag group of hunters and religious leaders sort of strolling purposefully into the Verdant. What are your thoughts on this? Hmm. Ah, well, I suppose we'll wait and see how that comes out. Um, You're just happy we didn't decide to go see the yellow kin and ask for their... We need some entertainment for our journey. (laughs) All right. We need a bard in this party. I trust Ryan to inject himself into that scene if he wants to. <laughs> um, I I would kind of like to go, but I feel like I would be next to useless. So, Liz is going. Yeah. She has motivation to go, though. I mean, as far as I know. There's really nothing for me at the water bottling plant. Well, mm. have you been have you been listening to Red Markets? To the Le Cabousier, the Brutalist campaign? I am most of the way caught up. I'm in the middle of episode five, I think. Right, well they have that journalist that's recording them everywhere they fucking go <laughs> for an extra bounty. Maybe maybe you're gonna create a new project. <laughs> that's totally true. But that's up to you. I mean, we can do stuff with you back here. It's I'm not going to make you go. Yeah, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Saffron would be interested, but he also doesn't want to leave the theater at the moment because he's got some crazy militia man might try to take it over while you're gone and kill all your actors. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, there's that. He's got Bean on his case, and also someone apparently wants to murder him, and he feels safer surrounded by his armed players. Quick, actors, pile on to me! <laughs> Protect me with your bodies! No, not like that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's one of the um, security features I chose for my theater. Everybody's packing, your cast and crew are a gang. So, yeah. I really don't want to leave them behind. Alright, cool. Um, but I will go up to them before they depart. Um, Saffron has his uh, his tragedy mask. It has been um, haphazardly repaired as much as possible. Uh, there are cracks, you know, throughout it. Uh, glue is barely dry. Um, and he says to Ozair. Um, so I suppose you're headed out on your adventure to the bottling plant. I hope it's less an adventure, Saffron, and more of a 
successful expedition in which neither of us and I kind of motion to Ayazama, our parties don't meet terrible ends. <laughs> and GM cackles in the background. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I said a prayer for us before our departure. Yes, I'm sure we'll be mostly fine, protected by some water deity or whatever. Do not underestimate the powers of the source. Um, I wonder if I might ask you a service, um, Canteen, before you before you depart. Of course. The I, I suppose you heard. I forget the what happened exactly at the end of last session. Uh, were you there when I was assassinated, or uh, yes. I was attempted to? Uh, yes. Someone attempted to assassinate me. I can speak tonight. Um, yes, I, I remember yeah. quite vividly. He helped you. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I helped um, save your life. I helped save your life. I can speak tonight too. <laughs> yeah, we're both if we're both very much with the language. Um, yeah. Canteen, when when I looked into when I looked into the maelstrom, I sensed. I sensed some kind of a some kind of a taint and influence on the assassin. Um, I, I believe it might have something to do with the yellowkin, and I was wondering if the source might be able to help me clarify that connection. Uh, it's certainly it's certainly possible. Uh, unfortunately, I would have to preside over the ritual myself, but I believe that it might be able to help you. Right. So basically, out of character, what I'm asking is, will you help me uh, open my brain so that I don't, you know, die and have a seizure? Give him yeah. an aid roll, brah. Yeah. Roll that, roll that sick aid. Uh, yes. Some, yes, I can. Do some, do some water magic on me. <laughs> Yes, of course. When I return, I shall I shall come see. I shall I shall send word to you when we return, and we shall talk further. Okay, thank you, Canteen. I appreciate it very much, and I wish you all well on your expedition. Ozeri and comes up to you, Saffron. Of stands in front of you, kind of studying your mask for a moment. Doesn't look right. No, no, it doesn't. But and it's the only one I, I have. I pull the gun from my waist and kind of put it against, like, I'm like waving it in the air, and I say, you should get rid of that man who tried to kill you. Don't leave it in the hands of those two idiots. Kill him. You don't and do it soon. You don't trust the cons to do it is right. No, I don't. I'm not saying Brandon is actually right to not trust them, but... <laughs> <laughs> what if he escapes? What if he goes back? What if, his, what if he was on a mission? And now they're going to send more. I believe what Ozair is saying is that the cons tend to do what is best for the cons. And most times, that aligns with the needs of the community, but not always. 
if you need support, go to my father. You can, um, you know, have him present a case and, you know, if you need to reverse your charge, have him dealt with, perhaps in some kind of theatrical drowning or um, hanging. You, uh, you probably do drown a lot of people by execution. It's just while, easier. While you guys are talking about, um, you know, the cons, sometimes they're th what they want, not aligning with everyone. You do all recall the tale of the ma of Mad uh, King Atlantatron, who <laughs> uh, believed that. Uh, you believe that his uh, husband's people should be subservient to those that live on the lake. The dams were slave labor and should be treated <gasps> as such. Uh, so that's an example of sometimes your system of government doesn't work. Mm. With a name like Atlantatron, can we also say that he believed he was a killer robot? <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's not the kind of game we're trying to create, remember? <laughs> Yeah. Why not? No, no, of course not. Believe, that would just be silly. He could believe that he was some kind of robot and screwing plates into himself. Yeah, he had, he had, a, he had metal limbs. He'd, uh, he'd lost them in a, in a hunting accident. <laughs> Why not? I mean, his name is already very ridiculous. I couldn't think of another way to make uh, an ocean name sound masculine. I couldn't have them also be Atlantica. I guess I could have been Atlanticore, but that's still weird. Either Atlanta. way, either way, it was going to be funny. Atlanta's a woman's name as well. Why can't it be a man's name? That's mm. true. This is the future. They're not women's clothes, they're my clothes. Exactly. So we set off on our adventure. Yeah. We never you never see us again, Saffron. Nope. That's All it. Right. That's the end of campaign. That's the end of campaign. We're gonna do a solo campaign now. This is gonna be Ryan. One on one. <laughs> just just Ryan running a show. Yeah, Ryan, what 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 stat are you gonna highlight for yourself this week? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna go with my weird. Cool, cool. Uh so um is there an Undertake a Perilous Journey equivalent in... No. I don't think so. I didn't think there would be, but I thought I'd better ask, because Brandon might know. Is it uh, is it interesting for us hmm. to encounter something on the road? If not, then we make why, it there without, you know, without... And then we're killed by the 10,000 monsters that live inside the water bottling plant made of water bottles that shoot water bottles out. So, I do water have bottles. some questions about this water place bottles. that you're going to, this water bottling plant, this water bottle plant. Um, water bottle. Water bottle. Uh, is it, <clears throat> it's, it's near-ish to the dam, like, you know, you yes. can walk there in like half a day. Um, is it at the same elevation as you, or is it further down one of the mountains that your lake is nestled between, or is it further up one of the mountains that your lake is nestled between? Definitely not further up. Alright. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm good either way. I would think maybe further down, like, maybe the lake was the source of the water that was being bottled, and, like, they were bottling from 
the stream that was flowing off of it. The source. The source. So you can kind of maybe make out the building from the top of the damn wall. Um, if you get in one of the turrets or whatever. On a good night when the moon is full and the skies are clear. And the rusted metal of the building in the distance yeah. sort of glints the moonlight. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, as you're heading down there, you all notice Nippikin stand deathly still, and then, like, after a few paces, uh, small husband and tall husband follow suit. And they all look into the forest, into the jungle, into the primeval woods that surround you. They all look off in different directions. And they just stand there, deathly quiet, clutching their weapons. What do the rest of you do? Shoot wildly uh, into the jungle. <laughs> Ayazama clutches his weapon. What is it, Nipperkin? Quiet. He whispers to you as he puts his hand uh, on your lips. Essentially. I, <laughs> I read a situation. I took a turn. Go for it. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. Actually, oh, if you want, you can just aid Brandon. Oh, yeah. Please I'll aid me. So I roll plus my relationship with you. Where's my die? There we go. Please aid me. That puts me at, oh yeah, 13. <laughs> so you plus are two. Aided. All right, uh, that gives actually, me eight. Minus. No, I'm kidding. All right, so I get eight. I should have just rolled the spot. I would have done better. Yeah, probably, but... <laughs> it's okay. If, when you're both rolling, someone... It should really be one person. Yeah. Let's see. So, I got my sweet eight. And what should I be on the lookout for? You should be on the lookout for those humanoid figures moving in the dark underbrush. Get out of there. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling murs. <laughs> and your pet dammers too. I know everyone everyone calls your community the murs. Everyone from elsewhere just calls you the murs. Sick. I'd drain the lake. <laughs> Let it flow. Um, I'll teach it. So I uh, point out to Ayazama the figures lurking in the darkness in the oh no. uh, I get ready to shoot them. Uh, Lissa sort of crouches down and uh, puts her hand into like a more restricted and taut version of where you place your hands when you pray at the system. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hear her whispering something under her breath about may the waters protect me and uh, create create an island in the stream so that we may seek refuge. If you could audibly hear Ozair's eyes rolling, there would be like a loud screeching noise as her eyes roll in her head, listening to the small child on the ground praying. Could we roll to escape a hunter? Go for it. That is, in fact, a thing. Yeah. Uh, roll plus cool, which is highlighted. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to do that again. 
Uh, eight, nine, ten for me. Nice. And I get to mark some XP. Alright, let me do that as well. I'm going to uh, mark some XP even though. Let's huh. see. That is a three. Mm. Oh. Well. I mean, I don't want to leave everyone behind. No, no, no. So, what happens is... Um, Nippikin takes a step forward in towards the bush, and then one of the creatures in the bush darts forward, and he just shouts, RUN! Uh, and then twists and bolts uh, as he grabs uh, at uh, Lissa and sort of half... Uh, smacks Aya's armor as if to say, why are you running so slow? <laughs> uh, small husband uh, sort of pushes tall husband back uh, as they ram a spear uh, into this shadowy human figure uh, and tall husband starts to bolt and in the confusion uh, a figure jumps on top of Ozair from in the trees above you. Uh, they're sort of uh, slathering, uh, foaming at the mouth as they grab Ozair by the, by the shoulders and sort of make this screeching howler monkey type cry. Uh, and as you look deep into their eyes, you see... Uh, black and yellow sort of charcoal-y like stains around their eyes and uh, the, a raw red colour uh, in uh, caking what remains of their teeth. Cool, 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 cool. While the rest bolt You're towards fine. the water bottling plant. You're fine. What do you do, Loisir? I do what my father taught me, and my gun is already in my hand. Your gun is already in your hand. And I'm going to shoot this person under the chin. Go for it. Um, what do you want me to roll? Um... Do you want me to do something under fire, or do you want me to roll single combat, or uh, am I just do something doing under fire because it's hard to remove it, maneuver your gun as they're trying to bear down on your face and eat you. Okay, so this is plus weird. So that is nine. Nice. No, you flinch. That is seven. Excuse me. On a 7 and 9, you flinch, hesitate, or stall. The M MC can offer you a worse outcome, a hard bargain, or an ugly choice. Um, hmm. 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 Figure is clearly stronger than you. You know that if you let them, because you're a smart, you're a smart cookie. You know that if you wait until they bite you, uh, you'll be able to maneuver your arm easier. Um, and if I don't, uh, hmm. 
That's a good point. It's just a worse outcome. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> if you don't, they'll probably bite you, but you'll have a few more seconds of till you do get bitten. Okay, so if, uh, so I'm <laughs> hesitating to sh- or I'm yeah, I'm stalling to shoot, and if I stall, I'm not going to, uh, you know, get my shot off. But if I want to actually kill them, then I have to get bitten. Indeed. Okay, I'm going to get bitten by this gross monster. Brilliant. So they sort of lean in, and then they, uh, their teeth go uh, grip onto your cheek, uh, and they bite down hard into the flesh of your cheek. And as they do, you can sort of hear this moaning, sort of a sexual growl as yeah. their arms sort of relax and sort of slide off of you and push into the dirt and you can hear the crunching of leaves as they're sort of kneading at the ground you can blow them the fuck away now though <laughs> I put my uh, my magnum under his chin and like you know pointing into his neck like the back of his head and I pull the trigger dealing three harm yeah his head explodes uh, as your uh, a bit of your cheek goes with their jaw, uh, and there's just this dead uh, figure uh, slumped on top of you. Um, Disgusting. You can see uh, a bunch of foots, foots. See a bunch of feet sort of uh, stamp past you uh, very quickly, and then you hear this sort of. It's like a loud hiss mixed with a, like, bark, but it's a very... It's not like a dog bark. It's some other animal. And then uh, you hear from the figures that have just sort of run past you, you hear a a, a panicked howling as they scatter. Uh, And then you see two pairs... Pairs, two groups of four legs um, sort of land near you, and as you look up at it, you see two Razorbacks. Is it Razorbacks oh. or Razorbacks? Ra- I think it's just Razbacks. Yeah, Razbacks. You see two Razbacks, which are sort of reptilian panthers with like m- spiny mace bone ridge tails that are incredibly long. Um, and they have, like, razor blades along, like, serrations along each of their legs. And it's sort, and these two are sort of slinking towards one another. You can tell by a lack of back, uh, ridges, and by their slightly smaller size, that these are two males. They are a, uh, covenant of males. And they creep towards, uh, this body on top of you and sniff at it, and it sort of looks into you with its white eyes, and it just bites into the body silently. The only noise you hear is the squelching of the meat from the corpse, and then it drags it off of you and slinks into the bushes. Good. Lazare pushes herself to her feet, Mm -hmm. touches her face, Looks at it. Mm, wonderful. Yeah, it's a bit of blood. It'll stop eventually. Of course, there's no worry. She tucks her 
um, gun back into her waistband. Um, oh, it occurs to me you would have taken a harm from that, so we should do yes. the take a harm move. Okay. So it's How much one harm. Suffering? Okay. One harm, and I'm going to say that because it was to your face, you don't get any armor. Does that seem fair? I don't think I'm wearing any armor. So. Well, good. Then we don't have to worry. So, roll. roll plus that harm. I'm doing that. Six. Okay, cool. Great. Six? Uh, no, I'm looking at my dice. Um, I got a 12. Okay, on a 10, the MC can choose one. Um, I'm gonna... I don't really want it to be worse than it seemed, to be honest. Why not? Give me two harm. Give me more harm. I'm gonna say you take the one harm, and then you have no fucking clue where everyone else went. In fact, you can't even remember what happened to Short Husband after he ran his spear through that guy. Uh, and I'm also going to use the mis-noticing something important, but I'm not going to tell you what that is, because it defeats the purpose. There's something else! Um, okay, well... I spin around for a second. Mm -hmm. And I look. And I say, fuck. And I'm going to open my brain. Because it's what I do. It's what Ozair would do. Brilliant. Um, while you get that ready, uh, Ayazama, after you and the rest of everyone else, uh... <sighs> run for like 10 minutes um, you've heard some like screaming and shouting in the background everyone sort of realizes after they catch their breath for a quick minute we forgot Kevin <laughs> <laughs> pretty much Ozair is nowhere to be seen now give me that weird roll Ozair um, you also hear a shot I would have presumed they yeah, hear the but... loud cracking sound of the magnum Yes, they would have heard that. Well, bone chewers don't shit. carry guns, so that's a good sign. You know who does carry guns? Oh, and is, all, and is also fond of ambushes? Yeah, that's true. Um, I got a nine. A nine on your open yourself up to the weird roll? I should actually yes. look at that. Um, you'll give me an impression. Open I'm looking. Your brain. Uh, the MC will tell you something new and interesting about the current situation, and might ask you a question or two, um, and you'll give me an impression. Like some. When was the on. last time you were in the woods, in the verdant? Probably once, about two or three years ago. Why did you come out into the verdant? Um. Ozair has had a lot of strange ideas, and this is probably the strangest one. She was out here taking plant cuttings and hoping to find something that served better as a um, as a oil for some machine she was working on. Okay, you're hoping to make some kind of lubricant. 
Yes. Lubricant, I couldn't think of the word. That's all right. Sometimes I'll lube for my sexy times. <laughs> Fisto Roboto. Exactly. Um, cool. Uh, did something bad happen while you were out there? Hmm. I mean, it would be less interesting to say no. Um... Yeah, but you get to dictate if what the bad thing is if you do say yes. yes. So um, go, oh, I, I think that was the you got poisoned or something. third time that she's killed someone. Was was the person you killed your guide? No, she was there as a giant asshole and just randomly does whatever she feels like. So they just went out into the wood, which is a terrible idea. And... Um, as you now and then recognize. Yes. Um, she will never change her ways. Um, it's where she got her gun from. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was out taking plant cuttings or whatever and, you know, picking flowers and whatnot, um, I think one of the, what are those gun people called? What are the mountaineers. Names? Yes, the mountaineers. There was one of them down here for some reason. And um, she happened to see him before he saw her. He fired a shot, missed, and she bonked him on the head with her um, crowbar. Which, you know, if you hit someone in the head with a crowbar, they're not going to get back up. Yeah, no, it's a... I don't know how Gordon Freeman swings them around so willy-nilly, to be honest. They are well, Jose has one, so... Yeah, no, go for it. But, yeah, and so she kind of looted the body, quote-unquote, and then left it and returned back, saying, fuck this, I'm never going back out here again. So, as you open your mind to the verdant, you see the trees, leaves, sort of turning into strange oval gears and the trees bark fading into this sort of dull copper and you see a figure step out from a pile of leaves and it's man you killed and he points towards your comrades and then just stands there waiting for you to leave give him a salute and um, kind of uh, mutter under my breath, good fight, and I go the way he's pointing me, straight into the rest of his friends that are hiding out in the woods, ready to kill me. (laughs) Uh, Brilliant. Uh... So you wander uh, up to your friends as they... Uh, do you, Ayazama, do you and you, the group backtrack at all to try and find Uh Well, Ayazama is trying to convince everyone that we should do that. Uh, it's up, I, I will leave it up to you whether the rest of the group thinks that's a good idea or is just going, nope, fuck him, he's dead. Yeah, Nippikin's like, we should do what the canteen wants and then small husband and tall husband are like, no, we need to carry on with the mission. It's 107-1! Uh, 
And then as the arguing goes on, you, you hear that, uh, Jose, you hear uh, Small Husband say, We need to carry on! It's what Jose would have wanted! Just as you walk out of the bushes. She kind of saunters out. She has like a handkerchief in her hand, like dabbing at her cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of says, well, that was a shitty garbage situation. She's kind of glistening in sweat. Her hair is kind of very must. Um, her jacket's still perfectly pristine. Mm. Um, it's weird electronics, not much more holding on as they were. Yeah. So. Do you certainly have a penchant for making entrances, Ozaire? Kind of shrug, put my hands out to the side. Well, um, do any of you know, like, some type of, like, medicine or, like, anything to, like, look at this to make sure they're not going to, you know, like, die. Lissa sort of rushes forward with one of the uh, brew bottles uh, and then <laughs> sort of pauses quickly and looks towards the canteen as if to say, may I? Am I allowed I, to? I, yes, he, he nods. Uh, and Lissa sort of offers up uh, a small vial of water to you as and says, uh... It is through the cleansing waters of the system that we may purify ourselves uh, and the aqua of the soul breeds regeneration. So she's handing me, like, a bottle of water. She's handing you a small vial of water. It's, it's got a of, little bit of a color to it. Yeah. I kind of take it out of her hand and I kind of hold it up to the light. Well, it doesn't look like there's anything floating in it, so... And I kind of down the entire thing. Cool. Oh, this is what it makes Lissa sort of makes a sign of faith and then says, uh, to, 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 uh, Does Alva say anything? <laughs> Jose uh, uh, says, This is going to kill me, isn't it? And Ayazama says, No, it has a 95% success rate. <gasps> oh, good. I like those odds. That's uh, more efficient than homeopathy. (laughs) Well, there are tons of chemicals in the water. We just don't know what they are. Do do we have a bandage or, like, something? I mean, I have this handkerchief, but I think... I mean, I don't have, like, a special first aid move when we're not in the... in at the source, but I think I could just roll to like help do first aid, right? I look at the small Harm and healing. Uh, When you heal another player's character's harm... Um. Oh, that's not a move. I guess so. You can only if, like, an angel. It's an angel. Yeah. You pretty much yeah. need the angel kit. Um. So if short, if we get back to when we get back to the the source, I can do it, but not out here. Short husband sort of uh takes a few steps down the path and uh well down what amounts to your path, uh plucks a leaf off a small bush with large uh sort of like a miniature. Elephant fern, if you've ever seen an elephant fern, um, and brings a, the leaf back and tears it into a square, and then just sort of puts it against your cheek and says, "Hold it there for a while. It won't uh, won't make it hurt any less, but it'll, you know, stop the bleeding eventually." Oh, can he can much. he lick it first and then stick it on her cheek? Doesn't need to. The blood will hold it off. Uh, I kind of uh, wrap the um, handkerchief into a kind of thing, you know, and tie it around my head so I look like an idiot. Like when you take like a band. My, yeah. 
Like when you take a bandana and turn it into a straight bit of cloth. Like a yes. bit of rope. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And so I look like I'm a comedy kids cartoon with a toothache. <laughs> so, uh, Brandon and Alex, you guys might want to have a conversation in the chat. I want you guys to work out what you guys are going to talk about for the rest of your journey while I go do some stuff with Ryan. Uh, so, Saffron. Yes. What are you going to be doing back at camp? There was some discussion of potential things you could be doing. Uh, and yeah. if you choose none of them, I will come up with a thing. I think I'm going to go see... Um, who am I closer with? Uh, Holland or Pacifica? You're not really close to either, to be honest. Mm. Alright. Um... You have I'll more. Just... You have more clout with um. What is his name? Holland. No, no, no. Holland's no, brother. That's... Oh right. Um. Yeah, Toy... I Toyota. Toyota. You have more clout with Toyota than anyone else. All right. So I think I'll go to see Toyota and see what he advises. Um. Where is Toyota today? He has his own little sort of cabana barge, uh, like a small sort of the kind of thing that a scout troop might put together. <laughs> what? But where is he there, or is he somewhere else? Um, well, we said that he was. Uh, he he is a, some kind of a retired diplomat. Am I correct? He yes, he used he to go out. A, and he used to be an emissary. Um. He is a patron of the arts now. <laughs> he is a full-time patron of the arts, and you're the only gamer in town. <laughs> hmm. Um. Huh. So perhaps. Hmm. Maybe we have like a um. Like a high hide someplace around the the dam where like like a, a a tower where our security forces can can look out over the verdant and um, I find Toyota up there sort of staring off in the direction of that encampment that burned down the mm -hmm. day before. Was it the day previous or a few days? Uh, more or less the day before. Um, okay. The there's not much in the way of towers. It's pretty much the arches that are at either end of the dam. You can sort of climb up on top of them, but they're not uh, taller than the uh, tallest trees of the verdant. But it does give you an elevated position, and it allows you to see definitely across the whole lake. And you see. Um, them, uh, you see Toyota up there, sort of looking out to uh, across the uh, out from the dam wall, down the where the stream would be, uh, and off towards one of the mountains in the distance. Um, the smoke is gone now, but it's almost as if Toyota still sees it. Hmm. Um. In that case, I will I will climb up and and talk to him. Ah, Saffron, what can I do for you? 
Yes, uh, sorry to trouble you, Toyota. Oh, it's no trouble. It's always good to see you. I loved the show the other night, by the way. Sorry I didn't talk to you afterwards, but I uh, had to attend to some projects, and they sort of giggled to themselves. Hmm. I'm always happy to hear a, v- a review from you, Toyota. Um, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, I, I've come on a bit of a personal matter. I don't know if you've heard, but there was an attempt made on my life last night. Truly? My goodness. I have been busy, uh, so I hadn't heard. What, yes. what happened? I tried to keep it as quiet as possible. I didn't want the other patrons disturbed. Um, uh, a man came up to me after the show and tried to stab me with a screwdriver. How did he get a weapon on the bo- on the ship? You check everyone. Mm. Apparently, he was very determined. But I I can, I, only, came. I can only think of a few places to hide a screwdriver. Mm. None of them pleasant. Mm. Um, but I I came to you because I sensed. I sensed some kind of a. I, I know that you are you are a man of the world, uh, and that you have experience dealing with with other other enclaves. And I sensed, I sensed the presence of the yellowkin on him. Really. It looked like he had been eating sulfur, and. His eyes were clouded with it. Toyota looks towards uh, where he was looking before, and then his eyes sort of follow up the valley, um, roughly along a path that uh, you reckon uh, Ozair's party would probably be taking towards a water purifier plant, or the water bottling plant, and then they sort of look to you and say, Yes, it is their holy sacrament. How did he have any other markings of the yellow kin? Um, did he? I forget. He had like a smudged yellow mark of some kind on his uh, chest. You couldn't quite comprehend what it was depicting. There was some there was some marking on his chest, but I couldn't make it out. It was it was smudged. Was it smudged? Saffron? He sort of looks at you with wild eyes. But is very calm as he says. Was it smudged? I as as far as I can trust my senses it is. It was, rather. You should know better than anyone here, Saffron, that the Yellowkin have strange and mysterious ways. We've been keeping this quiet, but uh, one of Pacifica's brothers has gone missing. In the verdant. He was working as emissary. 
not exactly the swiftest of runners. Do you think it was the Mountaineers? Could be. But he was supposedly delivering a message to the Yellow Queen. I see. <sighs> that is troubling. The thing that perplexes me is why send an assassin after after me? My parents were Yellowkin, certainly, and they moved on. But I've had very little to do with them my entire life. Did you ever hear from your parents again, Saffron? It's not something you and I have really talked about. No. Truth be told, I don't know why they would try to assassinate you. I don't even know if they did. For all we know, this could just be some insane lunatic who's been eating rocks and gone mad from the experience. The fact, uh, the fact that Arl's gone missing, uh, it could just be, you know, could be a Razback. Could have run a, could have fallen into a, you know, a Muzherd. Uh, It's not necessarily connected to the Yellowkin, he says, as he looks off into the distance with his hands on your shoulders. Well, it doesn't have to be the Yellowkin. I suppose we have ample opportunity to find out. Your, it's it's uh, ha it's um, I'm sorry. What's the the ambiguous gendered uh, con's name again? I just Holland. said it. Holland. Holland. Is Toyota's brother. Uh, Holland's, yeah. Okay. Um, your your sibling has decided. Your your sibling and and their partner have decided that the assassin is to be kept alive for the next thirty days under watch before justice is meted out. Did they say what justice they would deliver? I forget. Did they? They said that uh, they, they were... Really. They said he no. would be dealt with. They just said he would be dealt with. I suppose he could, you know, he had he succeeded in killing me, the penalty would have been, would have been death, but I don't know. Exile? Um, further confinement? I, I have no idea. Um, Saffron, who would benefit from your death? Only person I can think of right now is, is Bean. Bean but. is very wary of outsiders. But, uh, yes. I can't think of anyone else that would benefit from your death either. He sort of turns away from you and sort of 
looking thoughtfully and pacing slightly at the top of this uh, structure. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, Saffron. I don't know. Um, I'm getting a little... I, I feel like uh, I feel like Toyota is being being a little overly diplomatic with me. There's something they're not telling me, so I'm gonna read him. All right. Okay. My sharp. My sharp. My sharp is one. And I'm gonna roll two d six. Yep. Yeah, I got that. Twelve. Oh, all right. Well, ask me your questions. Okay. Um, is Toyota really telling? Is Toyota telling me the truth that uh, he doesn't know? That he doesn't know who wanted to who, kill me. Who might want to kill me, or who might benefit? He is telling the truth about that. Yes. Okay. You can't think of anyone beyond Bean. Um, what does Toyota intend to do? Is this something that he's going to act upon further, or is he just going to let it be my problem? Toyota is going to keep playing you off against other folk. Okay. Because you are more useful to him that way. So no, he is not going to get involved directly. He's just going to keep sort of feeding you vague advice. All right, and that that brings me to my last question: uh, How could I get Toyota to get involved on my behalf somehow to either um, see about? Uh, Getting getting Holland and Pacifica to make this expedite this process, or even to figure out, you know, help me figure out what the hell is going on here. You could pretend that you're in on what you. You could pretend that you know what Toyota is doing to you. You could pretend that you fully understand why he's manipulating you, and suggest to him that rather that he should be more open about it you know i know that you're fucking around that you're trying to get me to do things but if you just came out in the open and we work together we could accomplish way more so you're going to make him think that you know <laughs> what you don't know okay <clears throat> And if you wanted help on that, it's possible that you could go away and use some of your other moves, like the everyone eats move, and I think you've got another one that might be beneficial. Yeah. Because um, then you could get that, more info on Toyota. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to... I'm going to just tell him straight out. Um, uh, listen... Um, listen, Toyota. As a as a businessman and as a dramaturge, it's my business to know people, and I know right now that you are trying to 
you are trying to use our relationship and and by extension me to your own ends and I like to feel that we have a close enough relationship that if you just came right out and asked me what you wanted um, I would I would help you in any way that I could you are one of my oldest and most loyal customers now obviously that is a two-way street but I have asked a lot of you I, I would be asking a lot of you to to help me in this situation so um, I'm trying to think of sorry out of character having a brain fart um, I, I feel like I feel like we could work out uh, more of a quid pro quo if we could lay our cards on the table here. Um, so would that be seduce, manipulate, bluff, or and any of those sounds good? Okay, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and you know I, I'm going to call it a combination of manipulate and and fast talk because I don't really know what he wants me to do, but I know that there's something that he's using me as a tool for. Um, so I roll plus hot. That is plus two. Okay, so yeah, I get it. Twelve. Nice. So what do I do on a twelve? On a 10 plus, they'll go along with you unless or until some fact or action betrays the reason you gave them. So basically, the reason I gave him is, you know, I will I will do things for you if you just ask. You don't have to, you know, hint and, and try to um, manipulate me into doing it, but I expect something in return. All right. All right. It's clear that I... Uh... I always thought that you were smart, but I didn't think you were this smart, Saffron. You know, forgive me, but you're a foreigner. Mm. I think that Bean is up to something. He's got a longer game in mind here. So do I. Um, if there's going to be a military here, it's not going to be him that controls it. I can tell you that much. So, I'd rather no one have that power than he have it. And I think that you and I need to work together to make sure that that doesn't happen. If he gets military power, it's not going to be long before we don't have two cons, we've just got one. And that is a situation that no one wants. So how can I help? I think... Either that assassin knows more, or it was just a fucking ruse, you know. What if, what if the fact that somebody tried to kill you has nothing to do with Bean? How would he even contact a, the Yellowkin? And since when do the Yellowkin assassinate people? Hmm. You're right, it doesn't work with his 
apparent mistrust of outsiders. Um, unless, as you suggest, they, um, if, if truly establishing a military presence here would make him, uh, or whoever, whoever might lead the force, the de facto king, maybe the yellow kin are trying to manipulate us from without. Perhaps. One one con is easier to deal with than two. I think either way, we need to get more on Bean and find out more about what the fuck he's doing. And we definitely need to make sure that that assassin dies sooner rather than later. All right. I'll find out what I can about Bean. I might need your help persuading Holland and Pacifica to reconsider their judgment. Uh, alright. As you or, sort of, you go. Yeah, or, if you'd prefer to leave them out of it, I might need your help smuggling him out of their custody. Mm. As you leave to go find Bean or whatever, Toyota sort of stops you and says, wait, when you took the assassin to the cons for judgment, did it seem like one of them, more than the other, chose what would happen? It was Holland who whispered to Pacifica, right? Or the yeah. other way around? Okay. It was your sibling. Uh, he whispered something to Pacifica, and she pronounced judgment. Hmm. might... I might know what to do. I'll be in touch. I'll see you tonight at your performance. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Alright, well, I'll give you a moment to think about what your next move is going to be. Uh, and we'll switch back over to our uh, Explorators. I prefer Conquistador. Oh, Conquistador. Previously on Death in the Verdant. <laughs> Only so. if someone was playing the news. <laughs> oh man, what have you guys been talking about while you've been walking to the water purification, uh, the water bottling plant? I keep saying purification. Uh, so we've been walking for hours, um, and there's been a lot of quiet because Ayazama tried to start a conversation with Ozair, and it didn't work. Oh, it didn't. What did you try to talk to Ozair about? Uh, so uh, Ayazama, so Ozair. Um, mm. I've always been curious. What is, what is it like uh, working on the dam all the time? Interesting. Well, uh, what 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 sort of uh, jobs do you have to do? <clears throat> Canteen. Um, it would not bother you uh, if we could keep silent for some time. Just. You know, I was bitten on the face by some wild person, shot their head off, and I don't want to get attacked again. Yes, yes, of course. Of course. I mean, the three of you hunters, do you think that silence is a good idea as opposed to having a conversation? Mm. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> well, then I suppose we shall be quiet. 
tall husband uh, sort of turns and whispers, You know, depending if it was a trail that we knew, a well-walked trail, conversation would be fine. So maybe on the way back. It's, it's, it's fine. So we walk in silence, and Ayazama takes out a piece of eel jerky from his satchel and starts chewing it as we go. Any sort of, like, sea creature jerky, by the way, that isn't, like, whale, is pretty much just smoked whatever. It's not really a jerky. Oh, yeah. No, I just, yeah. To get you a... Because you might have said eel jerky, because that sounds like apocalyptic, but in order to... Yeah. That is kind of a real thing, and I wanted you to have an appreciation for what that might taste like. <laughs> oh, good. It tastes delicious, because it's the only thing we know. That's yeah. true. Well, you know, muzz isn't too bad, especially oh, with... Oh, that's uh, right, yeah. it's, a, it's a piece of muzz jerky. Especially with some zest. <laughs> it's muzz jerky with some spice on it. Mm. Marinated in source water. Of course. It's been sous-vide. Only the best for the canteen. It's like an energy bar. You marinate it in the source water and then dry it out, and it gives you a little bit of pep. Um, So you guys sort of... You feel like you should be at the spot. Um, Like, you've walked far enough and for long enough that it should be nearby. But you can't really see the place you're looking for yet. Not quite sure what why that might be. It could be some kind of uh, maybe the verdant is hiding it from you. That's a thing that hunters talk about. Sometimes the verdant doesn't mm. want you to see. Uh. Um, hmm. Can I read a sitch? No, that's not a charge situation. Never mind. Um, Open your brain. Yeah, I'll try opening my brain. Okay, go it for is it. Not, it is not the canteen strong suit. Do you um, want someone? Do you want to ask someone to help you? Uh, I turn to Lissa uh, and I say, Lissa. A moment, and I, I sit down and pull a vial of uh, water from my uh, from my chain. It has a it has a red stopper in it. Canteen, uh, <gasps> you can't. Well, I don't see as we have much choice, and I just chug it. Uh, all right, let me see what happens. She grips your hands intently. Man, I rolled a 10, but I have a minus one, so that's a 9. That's, oh. that's, that's good. Yeah. Open my brain. Uh, 7 to 9, the MC will give you an impression. And if I already know all there is to know, the MC will tell me that. What is the what is the weird look like to you? What is this, how, does, how do you see things in the psychic maelstrom? So I think um, it's colored by the canteen's impression. So oh, that's right. Last he time you told it. us it was like a river. Right, it's, right. it's like flowing down a river, which is how he gets it um, when he's like giving service at the mm-hmm. at, at the source, and he might not see it at like he 
for him, it's all connected to the source. So there is no quote-unquote psychic maelstrom. It's just what the source wants him to know. You so see, it is the psychic maelstrom. But you that's see just as how you look, or, yeah, indeed, that's how you interpret. You see it as you look around. Um, there's a, you're sort of sitting in a stream, a shallow, stagnant stream that stretches back up to the dam. Uh, and then you're looking around, and to your left, just a little bit away from where the path you guys have been walking on, you hear the rushing of a waterfall. Uh, but the water is going up. Huh. Uh, tell me, has the canteen ever been swimming? Swimming? Um... Mm -hmm. I forget, did we, is the, the water in the dam, is that, like, poisonous, or can people go in that? People dive in there all the time, remember? You guys have, like, yeah. traps that are at the bottom. Oh, of yeah, 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 then in that case, yes, the canteen has been, I figure if you're a mer, everyone knows how to swim. Everyone's yeah. been swimming. It's kind of hard to avoid it. Even most of the people on the dam would know how to swim. Yeah, yeah, so he has definitely been swimming. Alright. Uh, have you ever had a bad experience while swimming? <laughs> Um, yes, uh, when... What kind of a bad experience <laughs> was it? Did something attack you, or would, did someone, some, was it a, maybe it was a, a emotionally bad, maybe, you know, a, think... a romantic indiscretion? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, when, when Ayazama, when Ayazama was a kid, he, uh, maybe when he was like 10 or 10 or 12, he was swimming and slipped into like they there's like um there's probably like an area where some of the kids go to like swim and like jump off rocks where they're not supposed to but they're kids so they do anyway yeah so when he was a kid he was there and he jumped off rocks but he miscalculated and like hit his head so he passed out and drowned for a minute yeah, and it's at the it's at the um, outlet at the bottom of the dam. Yeah, say. that's where they go yeah. jumping. Yeah, that's weird. They're, they're not supposed to, but they do because they're stupid fucking kids. And uh, so he hit his head and drowned. And someone managed to pull him out and give him CPR. Uh, but that was so he he was technically dead for like a minute. Is the person that saved you still alive in the community? Um. Mm. Um, let's see. Ethan. Who's Ethan? Although your dad? Ethan just yeah. goes around making out with Ethan. drowning Ethan. children. Yeah. Um, I thought my father. <gasps> I'm going to roll odds, yes, evens, no. So now the person is no longer in the community. All right. The person that saved you was... Um, the a guardian of the previous canteen. Mm, okay. Oh, no idea why. Canteen. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. So basically, yeah, the previous canteen's Nippakin. Um. No, 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 no. I'm think I'm thinking the previous canteen was the one who saved me. All right. Well, the and previous canteen. For some reason, was at the bottom of the dam, and they saved you. No one really knows what they were doing there. Perhaps Sourced it was a providence. 
Yes. Perhaps he just likes watching kids swim. Perhaps he just likes watching kids <laughs> swim. He is a priest, after all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you come out of your trance, and where the waterfall was, there's just like a th a thicker than usual grove of the v of trees and vines and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, so Ayazama uh, opens his eyes and sits and. <gasps> <sighs> I believe the source has shown me the way. And uh, he gets up and starts walking towards that grove of, that thick grove of trees. Yeah, you walk towards to the left. It's got, it's got like vines and shrubs sort of stringing between the trees and you reach out to push through it and it's almost like the verdant is pushing back. You can't ah. push through the vines and stuff. It's like there's something there. Do, do any of you have a blade? The hunters must have, like, machetes if they're... Nippakin steps forward with a knife. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just was waiting to see if Osea said something. Ah. Uh, I have a gun. Because I, I figured that would be, like, a weapon, so I don't have that. But yeah, indeed. But no. probably does. So Nippakin hands you a machete. All right, I'd start... Uh, thank you, Nippakin. Uh, Ayazama starts whacking at the, the vines and shrubs. Immediately when you hack at the vines and shrubs, you hear like a sharp metal scraping on metal sound, and you see like a spark slightly as your machete oh. scrapes across the vines. So the vines spark? Kind of. It's not clear. Can I like, can I like pull them aside like a curtain and see if there's anything behind them? Sure. As you start to pull at the vines, you realize that there's a fence here that all these vines and plants have been growing on and around. Ah, and so it's like a grown, chain link fence. It's like a chain link fence, but they've grown so thick that you can't see through them here. And as you pull it aside, you can sort of just make out beyond it a building. You've either, you're either going to have to climb this fence or cut through it. Or you could try and walk around it, but, you know, whatever. Is it barbed wired at the top? What's barbed wire? Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, if I look up, do I see lots of sharp, pointy metal? You see vines and trees. Ah, okay. Barbed wire at the dam, if it was protected from before um, in the normal time, so we would be familiar with wire that is razor-like and cuts us. All right. You, you're familiar with uh, thorn wire? Ah, yes. Um, uh, you can't see any of that, any thorns mm. up there. I, th I think we should walk around until we find somewhere that's not fucked up with plants. This goddamn wood that needs to be burned down. <laughs> I hate the verdant. <laughs> well, that's a conversation you can have with the burners. But for now, yes, let's try to find an entrance. Right. As you walk around, it takes you a while, but you find um, this fence sort of just keeps extending. And then you find uh, it sort of, the, it, the thick part of it sort of disappears. Um... And you keep walking for a minute, and then you realize what's happened. The fence must be in a square shape, so the fence has just changed direction. So you've reached a corner. Then you follow the next bit of the fence, 
down and it sort of fades and there's almost like a miniature gro a small grove here of the verdant and you see small saplings uh and you see this large like boxy looking building it's like the largest building you've ever seen besides the dam it's the only it's almost like the um it's like the building that the canteen lives in except huge oh. like gigantic it's just this big huge square thing and there's vines growing all over it and you also see all these um exactly what you're here for you see these lights uh these square lights on like on top of fence posts on corners um this acre this barren this this um opening this grove that you're in um has them as well uh, at first you thought that they were really straight trees but they out the front of this building there's these sort of straight looking vine covered trees that branch into four bits at the top and they have lights on them as well and there's like maybe 10 of those scattered around this opening um they all seem to be evenly spaced from one another out of character this is the parking lot right yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a flat, open parking lot that's been yeah. overgrown. I think we found your lights, Ozair. Uh, I guess. Ayazama <laughs> uh, is going to gesture for uh, Lissa and Nipperkin and go forward. Nippikin sort of looks around, but then follows your lead and walks forward. But he's sort of looking up at the trees. Um, both the real trees and the false trees. Uh, small husband and tall husband turn to Ozer and say, um, Small husband turns and says, You might want to watch out. I think... Do you hear that? Do you guys... And then Tall Husband picks up. Drop do you hairs. guys? Do you guys hear that? Do any of you hear that noise? Um, do we hear that noise? Sort Can of I like read a, a sitch? Go for it. This seems like a charged situation now. It's totally charged. So with the plus of the sharp. Plusing. Sharp. Don't forget to mark your. Oh, no one's rolled cool. <laughs> oh, I did before. Uh, oh, good. I got a five. So I I don't read that situation. Sort of turn back and shout. Oh, wait. No, on a miss. Ask one anyway, but be prepared for the worst. I'll go for it. Uh, um, what should I be on the lookout for? You should be on the lookout for the fucking swarm of whites that you have uh, just stumbled into the breeding grounds of. Swarm so, of whites? Whites are an animal I invented for this very run after oh. Brandon reminded me of a thing that exists where I live. Oh, well, uh, you're going to have to be more specific than that. Whites I are, thought they were drop bears. Whites are aggressive small birds. They clump in groups of 10 to 15. They're not dangerous enough to kill, but can cause serious injury when annoyed. Gotcha. It is spring, which is their breeding season. 
Ah. And as you turn and shout back at the other two, hear what? You feel a <laughs> sharp pain in the top of your head as a white bird swoops you. No way, uh, shoot it off. And sort of puts a gash in your head. Um, that was my thinking head. Let's take some harm. 100 harm. So that's one harm. Do you have a helmet? Uh, no, I don't think I have armor either. I don't uh, think any of you have armor, to be honest. Nope. But it's good to ask. I do not. You should get the Hocus Divine Protection move, Alex. Yeah. Do it. Well, yeah. I have to level up once for that to happen, so... Still wandering around in the deadly, deadly woods without any protection whatsoever. Are you, what are you talking about? I have a 9mm handgun. I'm one of, like, five people in our town that has a gun. The best defense is a good offense, Ryan. Exactly. Uh, so Speaking roll, of which, I pull out my gun. Roll 2d6 plus harm. Uh, uh, oh, good. Eight. Oh, Nice. On a seven to nine, choose uh, the MC can choose one. Um, you uh, you lose a grip on your gun and you drop it to the ground as you clutch your bleeding head. Oh I damn it! Reach I need down and pick it up. Now, now you're dual wielding, Jose. And I hand it back to him. Oh, oh thank you. Where the hell is the harm move? Um, it's, on the, uh, it's on the basic move sheet, but I... Yeah, no, I'm, oh, wait, wait. There we go, harm and healing. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so, Ozez just handed you back to your gun, uh, and you start to hear this squawking sort of warbling noise, and you see a bunch of birds swooping down from the trees. Uh... I would like to go aggro by shooting my gun in the air to make them leave. Go for it. Okay. Don't you get to use your weird when you go aggro now? Yes, I always have been able to do that since the beginning of the game. You look cockeyed at the birds and squawk back as you fire your gun. I don't suppose I can withhold water from them, can I? <laughs> I think we can do that. That's <laughs> okay. more of a community move. All right. Well, I guess I'll have to use the gun then. Eight, nine, ten. Nice. Um, uh, on a ten plus, you I want to. them to go away, um, <laughs> or I will shoot them all. Um, and on a ten plus, they have to choose: force your hand and suck it up, or cave and do what I want. They cave, and as you fire your gun into the air, and they all scatter to the wind. So, good good solve. Fucking yes, bird. well well done, Ozare. Uh, Ayazamba's clutching his bleeding head with one hand and his gun in the other. Yes, well, well done, Ozare. I unwrap my cheek <laughs> bandage and start to put it on uh, uh, the canteen, tenderly uh, touching him on the face. Yes, thank, uh, thank you for the gently used bandage. I'm not putting the bloody part on you. You, oh. you know, Ayazama, you're nowhere near Babylon. Just saying, as, as this <laughs> attractive young lady touches your face. 
Yeah, I am, however, very near to Lissa. Hey, you know, Lissa, Lissa understands that the canteen needs to be open to their constituents. It was the only word <laughs> I could think of. Um, Those are kind of pat you on the shoulder, Aizama, kind of looks at you in the eye. Are you okay? Yes, yes, I'm, I'm fine. Nothing a little time and won't heal, just just a little scratch on the head and my pride hurt. Good. Because I would be blamed if you died. My father would be rather upset if you died. Ah, well, of course. We wouldn't want that to happen. No, because then we have to drag your body back. Yes, and then we'd have to go through the process of finding a new canteen and well, Lissa would be the best candidate, but she's not totally prepared yet. Perhaps Babylon. Canteen. Mm. Canteen Ozer. That has a nice ring to it, and Ozer kind of smirks <laughs> and walks off. When you say maybe Babylon, you can hear Nippikin sort of like say, mm-mm, under his breath. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ayazama uh, goes... Towards the, uh, the the plant, the bottling plant. Brilliant. Gun still out. We walk uh, back to back, me and Ayazama, with our guns out. Tell me, Ayazama, what rumors have you heard about this place? Um, well, cool just this morning, plant. someone told me about this water purification thing inside. All right, but tell me a new rumor. <laughs> oh, new okay. to us, but not to your character. Hmm. Uh, I have heard that um, previous canteens um, and some of the most faithful have made pilgrimages here because of its watery significance. Nice. Ozair, have you heard a rumor about this place before? Ozair doesn't take rumors very well. Doesn't listen to you, them. How'd you hear about the lights that were here? You see, her father told her. Ah, did your father tell you anything else about this place? Um, no. She thinks he's been here before, but she doesn't really know. Because that would okay. be admitting she doesn't know anything. <laughs> you think he might have been here before? Okay. Yes. And, the, and it's believed that maybe some canteens made a pilgrimage here? Yes. And, and, and devout people. All right. Um, as you guys walk up to a door, it's sort of, um, it looks like a sheet metal has been pinned over this doorway, uh, and there's markings on it. You see the markings of, uh, that you associate with the leadership of the dam, as well as the markings of the canteen. Oh, there taps it with her crowbar and says, mm, I expected this. 
that they would try to close this off? Oh, yes. Um, we have much to talk about when we return to the dam about tyrantism and evil doings of our past um, predecessors as Ozer begins to undo the sheet metal with her crowbar. Uh, In a way... Ozama takes a step back. This action that Ozer is undertaking right now, in a way, is a metaphor for Ozer's greater actions within the community. <laughs> that of dismantling the work of the past. It doesn't, it doesn't say, uh, don't dead open inside, does it? It does not say, don't dead open inside. Okay. Um, the markings don't really mean anything other than, you know, these people have been here. Uh, you, as you do open it, you pry off this sheet metal, you see busted down doors uh, laying uh, on the ground on the other side, um, and there's markings on those too. The markings on these doors are that of the uh, burners, uh, say, um, you don't, uh, do either of you recognize the markings of the burners? Yeah, sure. Definitely. How, how do you know their ways? Um, through through my visions from the source. The source I have, has I have, I have had I have, the source has given me visions of the burners and what they do. It's also, they come to our town. I was I was chatting with uh, Finer Sasha at the at the show. Do you perhaps mean Scaperly Rowan? Uh, I just wrote down Finer Sasha. Finer Sasha is yeah. another one of the people, but you talked to Scaperly Rowan last that night. That is that is what I meant. Uh, yeah. I, just, I, I just wanted to see if you remembered. Of course, you were testing me. Um, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. that I'm also sure lends credence to cut some of the stuff that you were talking about last night with Lee Rowan as well. Of the, You know, you guys were talking about how the water table and the water cycle is linked to the way the plants grow, and perhaps there's some interplay between your faiths that should be explored. Um, the symbols on their mark, uh, they s indicate that there's a water source inside, um, but it's not reliable. Uh, and they also indicate danger uh, after dark. Oh, I, I will. I will point that out. Yeah, but the doors are just lying there on the ground. Danger inside or danger outside? Is there any indication, Canteen? Is there? It's not clear. No, it's. Of course, fortune cookie is not clear. Something my father used to say. What is a fortune cookie? I don't know. It's something his father used to say. <laughs> something his father used to say. <laughs> it's been passed down the Ozea line for generations. Well, Ozea goes inside. Brilliant. Give him a fuck with a gun. Um, give me one <laughs> second to look up a thing. I want you to back. make me a do something under fire roll. I don't wanna. Um, me? Me in yes, general? Yes, I was there. Okay. 
That's a good you one. walked in first. Ten. Ten. Nice. Uh, you step onto the wooden doors. Uh, not the wooden doors. The doors that are on the ground, and you immediately can tell that something is wrong. And you roll forwards. Um, uh, sort of a leaping roll forwards as the doors uh, give out and fall into a pit that was dug as some kind of trap to keep people from entering here. Huh. The Panther Man will pass. Yes, the uh, Man will pass. Are, are you alright, Ozair? Oh, perfectly fine. I think this is some kind of Trapped nonsense place, full of nonsense traps. Wonderful. Um, can can we hop over the gap? Uh, probably wouldn't be too difficult. All right, I'll I will jump over. Do I have to roll or do I just do it? No. So you guys know that the it's there. You're not on any kind of clock, so you have plenty right. of time to take your time and get across. Okay. We're all capable people here, except for Lissa. She falls in and dies. Yeah, listen, oh, tragic. Now I have to brew my own potions. That's uh, what my interns are for. So work. you're inside this building. Um, what you, the players, have a rough idea of what uh, would be in a, you know, fucking, do you call it? Bottling plant? Bottling plant. Um, kind of spigot and a conveyor belt. So, where do you, the players, think that your characters should wind up first? Um, <laughs> well, if it's the if we just walked in the front door, there would probably be like a reception area. Yeah. Well, you guys are gonna wander the building. I don't really want to gotcha. play out the whole every Not like fucking room, room. Every fucking room. Um, take out my ten foot pole and go. Oh, really? <laughs> Square. Nah. Nah. Uh, which, so where do you head first, basically? Um, I tell the canteen, I say, well, this is your kind of part of the mission, so maybe you or your uh, manservant, a kind of shrug bodyguard, lead the way. All right. Well, uh, I guess we're going to head uh, deeper into the building towards the center of it because we're looking for that water purification. So we're going to be looking for anything that bears a resemblance to our machinery at the aquifer. Are you going to uh, be uh, swift or are you going to take your time? So uh, Take my time. <laughs> you guys are going to take your time? All right. Yes, and uh, check for other traps as we go. You don't find any other traps as you search. You do find signs of, like, animals being in here. Um, you don't mm. really see any dens or anything, but, like, this fucking filthy and disgusting and smells I, like rotten plants. I turn to Ayazama. I wonder if these doors were closed, or not closed, if there was a big thing pinned over how animals got in here. There must be some other kind of exit or entrance that... We have not seen yet, or yes. perhaps they dug up from underground. Perhaps there's a race of mole people that live in here, and I kind of wander about wherever I am. I mean, it could be a shelk. They're burrowing creatures. They have hard outer shells and tasty soft meat. 
He climbs are there, high. Are there like high windows up on like upper areas? Uh, there are some high windows. Are uh, all facing south? They don't have any east or west facing windows or north facing windows. It's only along one wall of the building, and or that they is could've... the longest wall as well, too. Yeah, it's possible they got in through some broken windows. Yes, could be. Some of the windows are broken. They're in pretty good condition overall, though. Hmm, that's surprising. Yeah, that's a great use of intact sheet glass. <laughs> Break it. I'm going to throw rocks at it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna. So Ayazama is going to lead his little group uh, back into the building where the business end of stuff is. I don't want to alarm you guys, but an anonymous chupacabra is looking at our reclaimed Earth document. Oof. Probably just someone not signed in to uh, Google Docs or whatever. Indeed. Um, so, you guys are searching around, and you find the water bottling floor. You see, like, these big fucking... At one point, they would have been quite chromed. Uh, huge, massive reservoir container things. Uh, and you see, like, a bunch of um, plastic bottles just everywhere. Some of them look like they have water in them and they're sealed. Uh, you can see some piles of decayed due to the plants and stuff and the occasional bit of sunlight that would get in here. Um, but you see a pallets of uh, dirty containers, but for the most part, purified water. Just sitting there. The cons have been here before. Why would they leave? And, and the burners as well. Why would they leave all this water? I turn towards Aizama. Uh, I can't speak for the burners, but I can speak for the cons. I mean, I'm not speaking for them, obviously. Um, I believe that there is a conspiracy to keep us subjugated. <laughs> and by not, not allowing us to repair the generator, by not allowing us to get more sources of water, no offense to your source of water, um, and other such things, the cons have been trying to keep us subjugated in order to um, whatever. What do you mean not allowing us to repair the generator? She kind of looks at the other four people. Yeah, what do you mean not allow us to repair the generator? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a secret that you didn't tell anyone. Yep, it's not a secret anymore. This is her first group of people she's going to preach this to. This is your first conspiracy. Your fa yes. This is old hat to your father. <laughs> you see the um, engineers, I don't know what they call themselves, head of repairing, decided that we shouldn't repair the generator because it would give us too much power and therefore we would become tyrants Tyrants of what? 
the area. We would subjugate the burners or subjugate all the people and turn into kings of the land. I have a binder if you want to look at it. I don't understand how having more power would do that, but it's an interesting thing. I don't, I don't know your position, Canty, nor do I wish to say your position, but in my position, we already live under a system of tyrants. Um, the cons. I forget, out of character, are the cons appoint, are, are they elected, or are they just appointed? They're elected from two families, basically. Gotcha. Oze can never be con because she is not uh, related to Holland or Toyota. And you can't ever be con because you're not related to Pacifica. And Saffron's a foreigner, so they can't ever be con. Yep. Saffron could, in theory, become father to a con, though. As could the rest of you. A parent to a con. To a if we married in and then had a kid. Indeed, but you could never be... So we'd be, be like the con mother. Yes, the con mother. The power behind the throne. <laughs> oh, I wonder who's trying to do that right now. Not me. But I know. But yeah. I... We aren't allowed to choose the con... They're given full choice as to what we do. I mean, you remember the meeting a few nights ago where I first brought up this idea and I kind of put my hands out of the lights. Who decided we got to do that? Not all of us collectively as a group, but Pacifica and Holland. Uh Lissa sort of stands up and says, but they listened to our input. They made a decision based on the information we gave them, and they they considered what we wanted as a community. Did they, though? Did they actually listen, or had they already made up their mind? Tall husband seems very annoyed at this non-traditional thinking. <sighs> Well, political and philosophical discussions aside, we should see what, if anything, we could salvage from here and start making our way back before it gets too late. Agreed. So, Lissa, you wanted to study the water purification? Now is your chance. Yes, and she steps forward and starts, like, pouring over the machine. I'm going to pick up one of the, the sealed bottles of water... Uh, Ayazama, you know, looks it over and then cracks it open and sniffs the contents to see how they smell. Well, it smells stale and plasticky. Mm. Not as good as the water from the source. It doesn't smell like stagnant water, though. He t- he takes a like a little tentative sip. Mm-hmm. Immediately starts shitting himself. No. Oh no. <laughs> But so it's it's just stale, but it's not bad. Yeah, the it's not it's not bad compared to some of the water sources out in the verdant. To be honest, right. it's the bottle does, however, feel like it's about to fall apart at a moment's notice. 
Yeah. He just uh, seals it back up and drops it in the others and watches this. It just... Yeah, as you, t- you do the bottom lid and like you accidentally rip the whole sort of part that the bottle sc- the lid screws onto off yeah. as you're tightening oh. it and then you like drop the bottle and just explodes. Oh my. They're not in the best condition. But you yeah. know, it's fresh water. It's potable. It's potable. I, can I, can I join Lissa in studying the uh, water fi- water purification stuff they have here? Yeah, you two start pouring over that. Ozair? Ozair starts to walk towards Ayazama and then sees him go over to Lissa and rolls her eyes and goes up just, you know, is there like a staircase, like a metal graded staircase? She's just going to go off somewhere to look for anything. There is. The staircase take. is probably the cleanest thing here. It looks like it's well worn. Interesting. I gotta put my foot down on the bottom. Um, are they like metal staircases or are they like concrete? Yeah, it's a metal staircase with no risers. I'd see if it, uh, when I put my weight on it, if it like is gonna give out if I start walking with it. Yeah, no, it seems pretty sturdy. It doesn't look that rusted. It looks tarnished more than anything, but it doesn't have a lot of debris on it. Just gonna go see if there's anything worth taking from here. Mm-hmm. And I'm announcing that to the room so that people know I didn't just disappear. The husbands are sort of quietly bickering amongst one another. <laughs> and I kind of look at them and squint. I know what they're talking about. Or Ozer thinks she knows what they're talking about. And she goes up the stairs to look for, you know, mechanical pieces, uh, electronic pieces, stuff, shoving pockets, cute bobbleheads, dolls. Into what looks like. Terrified the bobblehead and gets a plus one to their skill. Yes. An old office building of some kind, and uh, an office room, sorry, of some kind. It's very open and laid out. And right in the middle of the room is what looks like some kind of animal nest. It's like a pile of dirt and leaves. Uh, it's very thick. It's almost like somebody tried to make a wall by slapping mud and shit together. Uh, and in the middle are three eggs. Large eggs, about the size of a rock melon or cantaloupe, depending on which country you are from. Hmm. Well, cool. Interesting. But they're eggs. Ozer turns around and says, well, fuck this, and goes back down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And Finds Nipperkin. Yeah, you find Nipperkin. You do notice it's starting to get dark. Like, it's not dark like nighttime. It's dark like you are in a valley and you're also in a jungle. So, you're like a hunter or you were a hunter, right? Mm. You got experience. 
do you know anything that lays like, and I put my hands out, like eggs that are like this big? His eyes go wide. It's either a Fastodon or a Borcroc. Because there's some eggs up the stairs. I didn't touch them or anything. But How I was many? looking for... Um, three or four. I didn't really get that good of a look. I just said, fuck this, and kind of walked away. Alright, I put this to the group. What lays eggs in groups of three? Is it a Fastodon or a Borcroc? I like the idea of a Borcroc. I mean, not personally, because my character's there, but <laughs> out of character. Alright. Don't worry, you, Alex. I can whisk us away with my magical power. Are you happy with that? Yeah, just you two, though, right? <laughs> yeah, we're the only player there. characters. As as the PC who's not there, I am also on board with the Borcroc. Alright, he says it's a Borcroc nest. Well, should we be worried? I don't mean, like, should we be like, oh, there's a Borcroc, but I mean, like, is it going to be like, I'm hiding under the conveyor belt and I'm going to bite your ankles or something. Uh, the Borcroc would have already attacked us if it was here. Well, maybe it died. Are they uh, nocturnal? They're not nocturnal. They're diurnal. So, they tend to hunt during the day, or forage, depending. They will eat meat. They're, um, sc they're scavenger carnivores, but they are predatory herbivores. So they're not, like, gonna, like, unless we're, like, ooh, dance on the eggs or something, they're not gonna, like, come and, like, attack us for no reason. They are highly territorial, so if they find us here, they will totally gore the shit out of us. Well, that's a stupid animal. <laughs> Maybe we should stupid go. Well, did you figure out whatever you're trying to figure out? Uh, I don't know. How much have we figured out of what we're trying to figure out? It's definitely something to do with water. Nice. You know, um, I'm not uh, sure if it actually is purifying or treating water at all. It might just store water and then just put it into bottles. There could be right. no treatment that goes into this. Yeah... Um, it's going to take us a great deal more time than we have right now to suss out exactly how the system is working. Well, can't we just, like, find a room and shut the door and hole out for the night or something? All three hunters look at you and say, you want to spend a night in the Verdant. We're in a building. I'm not really worried like, I was almost killed by a man uh, who bit me in the cheek. I mean, not really worried about animals. Yes, I know they're dangerous. Yes, I know a muzz can come in here and be like, I'm a muzz, and then fall in the hole and die or whatever. But what about the bone chewers that just attacked us on the road here? How would they know that we're here? Are you going to start a fire and get on top of the building and say, Bone Chewers, we have bones that you can chew. Like, are we even going to make it back home? If you left now, you'd make it home. Uh, I think we 
might we should probably side with the hunters who know what they're doing. Although ultimately it is Ozair's expedition, so they will default That's to true. you if you tell them to fall in line. You have the capacity to be a tyrant. Become what you hate. Da, 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 um, Ozair kind of looks the hunters and back at Aizama and Lissa and then kind of looks at the ground and looks around the room and just kind of mutters some monosyllabic curse under her breath and kind of says, well, are we ready to leave? I'm glad we did this. We haven't gathered any lights yet. Nope, we haven't. So are you ready to leave? Well, we, we should have to make another trip another uh, after returning. At least now we know the path here and we know the dangers. Didn't you say that this was going to be a scouting expedition? I say a lot of things, Canteen. <laughs> oh. Look, Canteen, I'm a doer. <laughs> Alright? Well, as as one of your as one of the husbands said, we we know the path and we know it is marginally safe. I the lights kind of are here. Go over to Ayazama. And I look at him, and I say, can we speak in private? Of course. Just for a uh, moment. Is this conversation going to be, let's stay here? Mm, no. All right, cool. Um, I will switch over to Ryan. Um, so, Saffron. Yes. What? Uh, where were you going after you talked to Toyota? Um, well, I need to get some more dirt on Bean. Um, remind me what I found out the last time I used my Everybody Eats move, or Everybody Goes to the Sex Theater. He has a pleasant home life. His, wife, his daughter is going to enter into one of those multiple person marriages, and he is happy for her. Um, he, um, is wary of outsiders, um, and when he was younger, he killed a burner out in the woods. It's not clear whether it was in self-defense or not. Or if it was just because he mistrusts outsiders. Indeed. Um, and he has four volunteers that he's supposed to train up. He has two so far. He still needs another uh, two. All right. Um, hmm. I feel like... I need to insert some kind of information flow into this. Uh, so I'm going to use my uh, fingers in every pie move. Uh, put out the word that you want a thing. Could be a person. Could be something, something. Could even be just a thing. And roll plus hot. Um, so I want to I wanna put the word out that I'm looking for... Um, Someone someone who is strong, has 
Um, someone, someone who who might want to volunteer for um, for Bean's little militia, and uh, someone who is not currently on my guest list, but who probably would want to be. All right. Hmm. hmm. So we'll see who, how that comes up for me. Uh, you need to. Do you need to roll, or does it just happen? No, I roll plus hot. And All then, right. Okay, so that's Four. eight plus two is ten. Brilliant. All right. So on a ten plus, it shows up in, in your establishment for you like magic, and I mark an. Improvement. I mark XP and I improve. Oh, brilliant. So I will leave that till the end of session. Uh, so a woman named uh, Cockle, uh, which is the name of a creek near where I live, uh, comes to you. There are the myrrh. Um, she's known... Uh, when she was younger, she took part in a lot of the uh, racing. Uh, so like swim racing. Okay. You know, shore and back kind of stuff. Shore, run to the dam, run along the dam, back into the water, stuff like that. You know, she's very athletic. Uh, recently, she's been working uh, as a, uh, you know, a runner and courier around the community. Uh, not an emissary, but like, you know, when someone needs to get out to one of the boats, she's like there to taxi them around. Uh, uh she hasn't. She she comes to you. Um, I uh, I heard that uh, you're uh, looking for some muscle or something. Um. Yes. Uh, cockle. You said it was. Yeah, cockle. Okay. Um. Cockle, come over to the bar. Let me uh, let me buy you a drink. Thanks. Um, you can tell that they're clearly wearing their the best clothes they have, and they're not very good. They've clearly tried to bathe themselves uh, in preparation for coming over here as well. Did a poor um, job. I will. I will say. Um, I wonder. I. I am looking for. I am looking for a little bit of uh, muscle, but I'm also looking for someone with a good head on her shoulders. Someone who can keep her eyes open, and maybe feed some information back to me um, and and wouldn't be opposed to a little um, a little arrangement I, I suppose I could make it worth your while as it were um, yeah um, what, what do you what do you need me to do so I've, I suppose you've heard that Bean is looking for volunteers for his militia. Yeah, apparently it's not exactly paying people very well. The cons didn't give him any budget or nothing. He has to just pay out of his own money. Hmm. It's not really good work. Uh, I've heard that he hasn't had much luck uh, finding volunteers. Um... But what I would like you to do, if you accept the terms of the agreement, uh, is to 
volunteer and do as I said. Keep your eyes open. Um, keep track of the goings-on and maybe report back to me when you can or if there's anything worth reporting. Like a spy? Exactly like a spy. Um, I could... I could do that for you. What what's the what's the pay? Well, in exchange, of course, uh, you would be on the guest list. Uh, whenever whenever you'd like, you could come to a performance, and I suppose we can throw in a little something extra for you. Um, I'm I'm open to negotiation, uh, so I'm going to seduce or manipulate. Go for it. Alright, let's see how I do. I've been hitting every roll tonight so far, so it's got to bound to fuck up sooner or later. Alright, there it is. Uh, seven. That's not a fuck up. That's still a successful roll. Yeah. Um, Alright. Uh, on a seven to nine, they'll go along with you, but they need some concrete assurance, uh, cor corroboration, or evidence first. Look, I... Bean's kind of an important hunter, so, like, I'll spy on him, but I need to... If I get in trouble, I still need to eat, you know? Of course. Tell me what you need. I just... Like, why do you want me to spy on him? Um... Well, to be quite frank... Bean seems to have his eye on this ship. He doesn't feel like I'm putting it to good use, and he feels like his militia would be a more apt fit to be quartered here. Hmm. Right. I'll, um... I'll do it for two labor cards a day. Alright. Um, out of character is that an obscene amount of money? Like, am I getting... It's not an obscene amount of money, but, like, one labor card a day would be paying people to, like, do some light lifting and mostly just sort of stand around. Okay. You know, so, like, one labor card is what you would pay, not that you would have this situation in uh, your community, would be, like, what you pay when... On it for a job site where you can't work on the job site at the moment due to weather or whatever. All right. Um, and it also, is it something I can afford to do right now? Um, you may have to ad uh, adjust your clientele uh, requirements. Hmm. Well, I feel like that is something... I feel like that is something that I can do right now. Uh, Cockle, um, I suppose we should make arrangements... If you if you want your if you want your one labor card if you want your two labor cards per day, then you'll have them. But Again, if you should be found out, and I 
do hope that you will take precautions to ensure that does not happen. We've never done business. You are not in any way my informant. You know nothing of me. Deny right, yeah. Anything. Yeah, I'll I'll keep my I'll keep my lips sealed, she says as uh she sort of leans into you and you realize this person has no espionage training. Hmm. They're just a fucking runner. <laughs> you put the word out for somebody somebody strong and you've got somebody strong. She's right. not she's not dumb, but she's But she's not She's not going to be, like, you know, setting up dead drops or anything like that. Yeah, she'll just come over. All right. Um, in that case, I'll, I'll tell her that um, she should, you know, we, we should have a signal that she has something to report to me. Um, and we should have a, a, a meeting place or a, or a dead drop. I'll set, I'll set everything up. So unless she has something to tell me, she's just going to be one of, you know, Bean's volunteers. Right. Well, you've given her permission to... You've put her on your guest list. Yes. So you could... Most people don't come every fucking night. So you could just say, you know, come here once a week unless you've got something really important you need to tell me. Okay. That's that's a good uh, that's a good signal. Cool. Um, and I'll um, make the necessary adjustments. Maybe we'll have to invite an extra person or two to compensate. And you yeah. could also, um, if you wanted to, you could hire out your labor. You've okay. Got, you've got a lot of children that are just sort of around. That's true. I could I could put the theater ads to work. You could do some kind of labor exchange exchange with the dam because you're because you're not currently in rehearsal for a show. The your um work is intensive at night, but during the day it's maintenance basically. Okay. So you could uh, you could perhaps that is, do something there. That is a good idea. Um, I want I want the uh, the children of the of the theater to learn more than just stagecraft. Uh, make themselves as useful as possible to the to the people of the dam and the and the lake. Um, so perhaps I will send them out on other projects. All right. Um, I think you will need to talk to Ethan or Holland about that. All right. Um, in that case, I will, I will go to, hmm. that is a, that is a tough, who do you go to, who, uh, <laughs> who would be more receptive, uh, to, to hearing the, let me sell you my exploitative child labor argument? Are you asking me, or have you got a move? I do not have a move. Um, really, there's no move for how do I sell child labor? Uh, yeah, not nothing, nothing that specific, or or not even something that I could. All right, well then you'll just have to pick one. 
You could I probably get like Ethan to do it if you spin it as a learning experience. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Ethan. Brilliant. All right, so you head off to Ethan. It's an internship. <laughs> right. But instead of paying them, you pay me. Yeah. So you go to the to Ethan, uh, who is. Uh, He's down in the dam uh, overseeing uh, the... Uh, there's a shoring up of some of the concrete in the dam wall. All right. Um, Ethan, I, I wonder if I might have a, a moment of your time if you're not too busy. Oh, yes, of course, Saffron. Just give me a minute. Uh, Husqvarna, come here. I want you to take over here, all right? You keep them on task. Ah, oh, you're a chip off the old block, you are. And they walk off with you. Yeah, what do you need? Um, I, I have been concerned for some time um, about the children of the theater. I, does Ethan come out of character to the to the theater very often? or the, do, Once or twice. Okay. Um, as you, as you may know, the, the business we're in sometimes results in unforeseen, unexpected surprises. Um, and we do the best we can to, to raise them and nurture them and, and make sure uh, that they grow up to be, uh, intelligent, useful, productive members of society, but I worry that limiting their experience to just the theater might have a deleterious effect on them. Uh, they, they won't be any good for uh, anything else if they ever choose to leave us, and I don't, I don't want that. I want them to have options. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, we, we might be able to find some uh, some learning experiences for them. Uh, you know, we've got some, we've got some open uh, apprentice apprenticeships. We could put them in. Um, and of course, I I assume they would be they would be fairly compensated for their work. Uh, you know what? I I reckon I could do. Look, I couldn't do more than half a half a work card a day each. You know, they're going to be unskilled labor. You know, where you're going to have to train them up. They can't do heavy lifting because they're children. You know. Of course, of course. Um. Well, I. I would hate to, I would hate to feel that they are being undervalued. Um, are Are you sure that you couldn't do any, you know, any more for them to make sure that that they learn that they get paid an honest day's wage for an honest day's work? And I'm gonna try to. All right, manipulate the shit out of here. Yeah, let's see, let's see how this goes. Um, and then we'll wrap things up. Uh, yes, 11. 11. Cool. 
Uh, so he, he goes along with it. Yeah, all right, all right. How, I'll, how about one worth work card a day, you know? That sounds that sounds fair. All right. Now, they'll have to supply their own lunch. Uh, can't, oh. be, can't be feeding them. We've been we've been feeding them. That's that should be no problem at all. All right, brilliant. All right, well, uh, we'll get them started. Uh, we'll, I'll have someone handle some orientation tomorrow, and then we'll get them started the day after. Sound fair? Perfect. Perfect. I'll do my best to get get you some uh, ready and willing candidates for the morning. All right, brilliant. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Ethan. Ayazama and. Who's that other one? Ozair. What were you about to chat about? I don't know. Um, I lead Ayazama off somewhere where just, you know, within eye distance, but perhaps not ear distance of these people, and I kind of um, grab his hands and say, I need you to listen to me. Oh, right. If I leave here... I'm on a path. If I leave here right now, I'm not coming back here. Not getting lights, not fulfilling my plan. You understand what I'm saying? Um, on a different path. If I stay here overnight and I can get lights in the morning and take them back, I'll be on the same path I'm on now. Why wouldn't you be able to return? And I kind of look at him and kind of sigh. And the two brother husbands are still t whispering to one another as they look at you. I'm going to fix the generator. And that will change everything, Ayazama. And you need the lights in place before that. I need to have them before that. Well, I mean, I it's fine. Just... It's fine for me to leave. I just want to know that. I want you to know that things are going to change. If I leave here tonight. Then we should probably start taking down some lights. And I kind of drop his hands and say, look at the other four and say, let's go. We don't need the lights. No, I'm, I meant we should start taking them down so that we could then spend the night here, and then... Oh, yeah. Ozair knows what you mean. Ozair oh. uh, knows what you mean. I, I also am confused, Alex. Okay. Uh, yeah, the other four are like, all right, and they get ready to leave. Yes. She knows what you're saying, but... Uh, mm. She looks at you as she's kind of walking and says, I know sometimes I don't do things that make sense. But I need... I'll need help with what I'm going to do. 
take any actions that at this fragile juncture could cause more harm than good in our community. You know, I think that there is a great analogy here that uh, that uh, Ayazama might use. You don't dam up a river before surveying the surrounds. Probably should have unmuted my mic before I spoke. Yes. Um, remember the saying, Ozair, you don't dam up a river before surveying the surroundings. One of the previous canteens wrote that many, many years ago. And it is words of wisdom that many in our community live by. The gospel of the dam. <laughs> the basic meaning is check your surroundings before you do stupid shit. I understand. But people are suffering. Are they? Or are they, they content? Not know it. Is a and slave a slave away. if they don't know this? There's always a slave, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then you guys head off to back to the dam? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Uh... I guess. That's so. what is doing. Alright, weird. Cool. Alright, I think that's going to be the end of that run. With a really strange ending, to be honest. Um, cool. End of session stuff. Does anyone feel like they know a character better? Um, up until like two seconds ago, I thought I knew Ozair better. <laughs> now you realize you don't know shit. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm I'm still gonna say. Oh no, it's who knows me better. So Ozair oh, right, definitely right. knows me better. Yes. Okay. So Ayazama is three. Uh, Ayazama, you know me better. Yeah. And I feel like Ayazama also knows me better since I asked him for help. Oh uh, yeah. <gasps> that puts you at four. I actually get to mark XP. Nice. <laughs> One more, and I can level up for the first time. Uh, sorry, I reset you to plus one. Yep. Quick, roll cool. <laughs> yeah, one one of these days. Well, the, the, the problem is, like, if I was leading a group, like, all my moves are plus cool, but I was not in a place to do any of my, my actual moves. Oh, no. Also, no one's broken the law in the... Uh, the aquifer yet, so I haven't had to deal with that. I mean, I guess I could do something with that if you want to kill someone in your... Uh, I mean, it's not, not everything leads to death. Some people just get exiled or have their fingers chopped off. I cast you out! Run away, Simba! Brilliant. Alright, well, we'll end that there. Hopefully you all enjoyed that. Um, yes. Sorry, this one went a little bit longer than, we, than it should have. Uh, but, um... Hopefully you enjoyed it, and sorry about you getting a little less screen time there, Ryan. That's okay. I spent most of my time listening to Alex and Brandon and trying to think of how I could use the moves on my sheet to get what I wanted. <laughs> so you use, yeah. like, three of your moves in, like, one scene. You so chained good. them together well. Alright, sweet. Well, I think that's the end of this. Hopefully you 
you folks listening enjoyed you uh, enjoyed it. Uh, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond.